The Team X Podcast, brought to you by Eat, Drink, Roll. You can catch new episodes live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern at www.twitch.tv slash eatdrinkroll. Subscribe today and help support small streamers. Thanks. This podcast contains adults using adult language. You have been warned. What? Oh, God. Wait, we just lost. We just started. We just started the freaking game, and already we've lost clues. So, guess what? No D&D today. We're just going to watch three hours of Zitz being popped. How do no. you like that? No, we're not going to do that. We're going to throw exactly in, not, we're gonna we're throw gonna, in sure. the, the, no. the removal. Shut the, up, Brian. The removal of ingrown Brian, hairs. you be quiet, because I like you a lot, but you're crossing <laughs> into a zone where... You know, I'm not. Listen, we're not there, gonna be cool. There is an audience for that. I don't give a shit. And That's not YouTube. That's not Twitch. Yeah, it, it could I, be Twitch. No, no. This I, is a market that I refuse to be a part of. I'm a little scared that if we were to do that, that would be like we'd get more people watching that. No, than... no. So anyway, it's Sunday. Um, apparently, we're not going to do three hours straight of watching people get their zits popped. We are actually going to play Dungeons Ew. and Dragons. Yeah, see, she doesn't like it either. How did we move from? We're not. Brian's just being bobbing. a butthole. <laughs> um, yes, well, that is my job. That is my actually. Well, not so much. That's my job description. My my job title is dungeon master, and I will be our dungeon master for today's episode of Team X, an official franchise of Acquisitions Incorporated. Uh, if you're not into the whole brevity thing, we are known as Team Xenagog. Um but Team X is fine. TMX is fine. Um, the logo, we're still workshopping the logo. We're still trying to figure it out. We had an X-Files-like logo by accident. We'll move on to they something like else. It, it was okay, but it's... Uh, well, no, I mean, like, didn't we, like, didn't... Weren't they like, hey, change your logo? Uh, someone kinda, might have said it. Kinda. <laughs> so. Um, Best not to piss them off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's people that you pick fights with, and then there's people that you're just like, you know what? No, I think, okay. Yeah, you know, we're going to not do that. If Fox tends to steamroll people, that's probably that's not. Yes, yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, um, so we're going to play some Dungeons and Dragons instead. That's what we're going to do. Um, and we are going to start by introducing today's cast. Uh, and we will start where we always start in the upper left hand quadrant, quadrant four, if I remember my Cartesian plane. Yes, my Cartesian plane. This It would be quadrant oh, yeah. four. <laughs> in the in the negative negative or no it's a positive negative right or negative uh, whatever it's, anyway it's, it's north of the of the x-axis so it's positive but it's uh west of the so negative point. it is negative so yes. it's but it's y before x y. right or is it x no it's x always x y so positive negative anyway <laughs> we sorry <laughs> who else wants to go over a basic high school math, uh, math? i mean Anyone? listen I may not have been very good at it, but <laughs> I remember. Is it going it. Look, look. Okay, 
since it's me. It me. Oh, it you. It is you. Oh wait, you can't see. But uh, maybe, maybe. Very nice. All right, fine. I'll print mine out too. <laughs> I know it's not bad. Thirty bucks. That's actually not that's too bad. That's for the good plastic. No, yeah, that's good. Is that the good? And wait. So many more options now. The plastic. Oh, and I was gonna say you should order yours because I think they up uh, they put new stuff in there, and I don't think you have to get like the super sized one anymore because there's like a super sized version of your character. Ooh. Ocean stuff. This is Anyways. all saying to me there needs to be a tactical Team X game at yeah, some point in 2019. Unplugged. Oh well, I mean, listen, if that's where all if we're all gonna be there at the same place at the same I'm time. Turn Rozzy. He's gonna be mechanical. I just have to make him look a little bit more mechanical, and I need to add my lantern. That's only part <laughs> of the mystery because I don't have that. But it'll it'll happen. I have work to do on this little one. Okay. Anyways, I'm Clues. I'm playing Jedi Jedi Weaver Tinker Gnome Sorcerer Extraordinaire. Bam. Next. Oh, uh, that was fast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Viking Gun. I'm playing Thunder General Trunk. Uh, he's a nice guy. He's friend shaped. He's, right. he's friend shaped. He's friend shaped. <laughs> if he were to do a hilarious coy uh, wily coyote hole in the wall, uh, it would be in the shape of a friend. It'd be friend shaped and friend sized. Mm -hmm. There's enough. Extra large. There's a. It's like so you know when you get the M and M's now and it says the shareable size. Mm -hmm. that's sharing that's the, well i'm not going to be sharing my peanut m ms but in no. theory Funic is of Listen, a shareable you size. size you've got a dollar you, you go buy your own goddamn peanut m <laughs> these are mine these are my fucking mm -hmm. peanut m ms then uh -uh. it got upsized caramel m ms i haven't had those yet uh, they're fantastic make that a priority <laughs> I, I will try to work that into my my caloric budget Send me your address, and I will ship you some right now. <laughs> In the colors of your choosing. <laughs> so good. Anyway. Yes. Uh, and going onward. Uh, I am uh, Blind Cleric. I'm playing human fighter, uh, maybe even human fighter politician, uh, Hugon Valander. Um, mm. Also just General Grump. Grumpasaurus, mm. Hugon Valander. Grumpasaurus Rex. Grumpasaurus Rex. If, yeah. if if the political aspirations are 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 upheld. Yeah, I mean, like for real. Wait, yeah. Does that mean Hugon has short arms? No. <laughs> it, that's not a, why he uses the. I have halberd. a big head <laughs> and little arms. <laughs> his arms are not tiny. No. As amusing as that would be. Hugon doesn't give hugs. The reaching pull for killing. <laughs> the reaching pull. For poking, this is, this is the reaching stick. What's it do? Well, I kill people. With it. <laughs> well, really? I bring you in for a lethal hug, is what I do. <laughs> um, and moving on, Roz. You. Roz, introduce There's yourself. There's no Roz. Well, he's he's right there. Why isn't he introducing himself? I think he's he's there because you you didn't make him go away. No, he's <laughs> he's. I see him right there. He's staring at me, listen, smiling. Listen, Brian. He's not here. Oh. He's, he's on here. the highway somewhere. Man. Oh, he's on the highway. He's on the road. Yeah, because life, driving. because life is a highway. Um, don't start. The hell? Don't start. <laughs> Stop it! Stop. <laughs> you didn't say stairway, so we weren't going to heaven. That's just, yeah. Just. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so before we get into this week's adventures, misadventures, mishaps, shenanigans, and other assorted descriptors. Um, just a reminder that next week is going to be our first ever giveaway day. Now, 
For those of you who may or may not have read your Acquisitions Incorporated franchise contract when you signed it, there is some fine print on page 62, subclause C, where it says that it is required by the home office that you that you be happy franchisees and celebrate that at least once per year. It is it is it is corporately mandated that you be happy employees. I mean, I Raffy's right. I mean, I'm not gonna it, well, it's because fuck the man. <laughs> Damn the man. Um, but we are going to be giving away some cool things next week. Um, the exact mechanics of which we will reveal next week during next week's game. So it would be great for you to invite friends to come and join us on at least one merry adventure. Um, we're going to have we're going to have physical books to give away. Uh, we've got, like I mentioned before, uh, Shami Stovall has offered up her best-selling book, Nightmare Arcanist, as well as uh, in uh, audiobook format narrated by this Joker right here, so don't hold that against her, okay? Um, we've got another book, uh, uh, The War of Embers, that uh, by James Duvall. Uh, he'll be giving some stuff away. We've got dice! We do have dice. Math forged! Rocks. Forged Shady by the... Math rock. Forged by the them. Penny Arcade Artificer. It's true. Dragon. Oh yeah, that. Me. Otherwise known as clues. Yeah, that's that's you clues. You're... Um, oh yeah, that me. I and, do too much stuff. And who knows? There might be other stuff. I mean, for all we know, if you I'll want, have other stuff. If you want my used Starbucks cup, I'll sign it and give that no, to you. That's fine. That's I weird. I would offer my awesome mug, but no, sorry. The, no, no. Mine. Oh God, you don't give that away. You. It's cool. No, but you can give away a picture of you cute. holding that mug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but there'll be things to give away and we'll be giving away throughout the entire game. Um, so we would love it if you would invite more people to join us. Um, and Hey, maybe, maybe those new people would like the game as well, but anyway, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Well, Who can say? Uh, they'll like us. Come on. I mean, what's not to like here? I mean, we're, we're pretty awesome. Anyway, we're so it's, it's fair. Um, so at any rate, when we last saw our heroes, um, they had gotten a little bit of uh, upgrading for the franchise uh, that absolutely bore no uh, relevance to the fact that there was new source material released the week prior. Um, it just so happened that at that exact same time that there was going to be a franchise upgrade. Um, but during the course of them getting their upgrades, uh, Drenmai saw something shiny. She did. And when she sees something shiny, what does Drenmai Gemweaver do? She picks it up. And there's one, there's one of three things. And it doesn't have to be exclusively one that she does. It could be any combination of two or three of these things that she does when she finds shiny things. She smells it. It's entirely possible that Dren is half goblin. Oh, oh, one. I'm I'm curious myself if there's any goblin in my ancestry. It's well, listen. If it's you, probably in there. It's in there somewhere. There's like, my thought you, is like tinker gnomes are like regular gnomes and goblinoids that have like you, come together. So what you need to do away. is there's a test you could take in the uh, town of Dotcom, where it's called Ancestry, and you can go there. And they can actually do some some magical. There's like chicanery. the D and D version, like four twenty and me. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Yes. There. There absolutely is. Yes. They're at twenty three and me. Absolutely, in some way, shape, or form. Twenty and me. <laughs> four twenty and me. 
it's tough. It's not 23. It's D20. And D20 and me. D20 yes. and yeah, me. me. Yes, there will be something. Well, Dren needs and, D20 Oh, and it's me. such a scam. Oh, it's such a scam. They're the the government watches it all. It's Big Brother. Um, <laughs> they just want your DNA. But <laughs> of all of these things, she could... So, so what does Dren do when she sees something shiny? She smells it. She could she puts it in her mouth. Taste it, yes. Licks yes, it. Absolutely. Licks it. Licks it. Some some kind of crawl zone activity. Some kind of mouth zone. And it gets attempted to be joined with her lantern. Now, whether it always sticks or not is a whole other thing. You know, maybe it's not the correct material. But this particular shiny was of the correct material. And it drew our heroes into some kind of space-time thing timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly stuff, where they witnessed... Where Dren got force powers. Very temporarily. <laughs> where they witnessed, partook in, um, actually molded, we don't know, the formation of the Chondawood. Some things happened. Um, through a great song where Eno played the symphony of his life. Um, true. And with the true. and with the with the assisted machinations of Drenmai, Thonic, and Hugon, Drenmai using her shocking grasp, which is becoming kind of a crutch at this point. That seems to be her I answer think, for everything. Kid, don't know what to do. Shock it. Machinations is kind of a strong word for shouting at some sort. Well, of listen, the, you played the your strength. There was there was going to be another version where my character has moved towards, but that has yet to now be revealed mm -hmm. because we ended the game. Hmm. Winky face. <laughs> um, we so had Thunuk use. We had everyone use their specials, which was kind of cool during the course of this. That was awesome. Uh, and basically, oh wait, uh, and it that wasn't planned either. It was just like, oh, you use your special. I'm gonna use my special. Oh, you both use. <laughs> well, I'm gonna use mine. And I was like, I want to use my special. I want to use mine too. I want to feel special. And next thing you know, we're doing Oklahoma. Uh, was it Oklahoma? Yeah. And everything you can do, I can do better. I can do, you can do too. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Um, uh, but yes, specials were used. And you will notice beneath me, along the bottom here, we have these dark D6s. Because that's what happens when oh, they shit, use their special. So many. Yeah, because he keeps banking you. But it's okay. Oh my god. No, it's, it's okay. not okay. It's okay. It's the opposite of okay. No, that's actually scary. <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> um... But at any rate, um, uh, we, we which we not again was it a case of where the 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 legend, the folklore surrounding the creation of the Chandlewood was created by the team? Is it just they were seeing it in their own particular perspective, and this is how it manifested? We don't know, but we did see the creation of the Chandlewood, um, which Hugon then committed to memory with an excellent role. Um, I did. I rolled a natural twenty on and, that intelligence check to like. Ah, and learn and just scanned it and just basically his his eyes acted like like a like a optical <laughs> scanner and he has he has embraced he auto catted its, it internally yes it's now part of like his totonic self um <laughs> and then there was another little bit of time stuff happening where they found themselves at a battle at something that Drenmai had recognized as the as uh, that occurred during the war of the war of Demonfell, outside of Pinedale, where uh, where the the founder or the son of the founder of Pinedale uh, was engaged in uh, ambushing 
all sorts of bad creatures that were roaming the Chandawood that they apparently were at, at war with, um, wherein they also saw Marcus Philander. Yeah. Sans mask, doing mask. doing apparently good work, where he took out took out a very large knoll with help. Um, with help. help. With help with 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 Hugon uh, going kind of Super Saiyan in his mask a little bit. Dogs barked. Puffers! Things happened, mm. um, and then uh, and then that's where we ended the episode. So, um, you you this bright white flash has taken you out of uh, out of the scene that you found yourself in. This this night approximately that occurred approximately two hundred years some point in the past um uh, near the near the beginning of the founding of pinedale and as the light and that high-pitched whine begin to recede you find yourself uh back in the second level which is basically basement two right because if you look on an elevator right it's like you have basement b1 and then b2 is always the lower level so this is kind of like B2. so we're in the haunted one <laughs> uh the sub-basement. The sub-basement, yeah. yeah. The sub-basement. If this was That's Resident always... Evil, we'd need, like, eight keys and 14 hours to get here. Exactly. <laughs> and everything goes wrong there. Everything. Awfulness. It, it, it is... It it's is, musty and moldy smelling. It is the Chrysler building of uh, Parasite wonder, Eve. like, who the <laughs> hell designed this house? Why does exactly. it need 14 different types of keys? <laughs> Clearly, there is some issue with sourcing the locks here. Um, you know, they, they, the umbrella corporation just needs to get a new architect. That's all I'm saying. Well, they just need to source everything from the same place. Why is this key <laughs> shaped like an eagle? Because. <laughs> just because. Um, <laughs> you're fired. But you find yourself, um, uh, you find yourself, uh, back in your headquarters. Uh, Eno, uh, you see immediately droops and just looks incredibly exhausted and mumbles mm-hmm. something. And kind of stumbles up the steps to find a place. He mumbles something about needing a nap. Uh, clearly, this performance. He did sing a lot. He, he it was did, a lot. He did a very he cool thing. He his little heart out. Yeah, it was like, and it was like harmonizing with echoes. And he used his thaumaturgy to have like different speakers elsewhere. So this was very like, like very Disney Imagineer level sound design. You know, like very cutting edge. Um, but it takes a lot out of a guy, you know, the whole creative, the, the, of, of being a, uh, being a sound right of forging this sound together in the way that he did, uh, took a lot out of him. So he, he mumbles about needing a place and it's kind of like that way, you know, when someone, when you find that person who's just exhausted and you can barely string two words together where it's just like, it's, you might as well be drunk. You're so tired. It's just, uh, yeah. I'm sleep tired. And, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't talk to me. So sleep, sleep incapable now. of anything beyond the absolute most basic of communication. Go there, sleep. And he might already be asleep as he's walking. You're not even sure. Um, and as you, uh, as you, uh, as he's walking up, uh, Stephen, your your major domo comes walking back down the steps, and he says, and he looks and he says. Is you know all right? Probably. Hmm. Well, no matter. I have just returned from my brother's uh, place of business, and oh, good. How did that go? It it went well. It 
went as well as could be expected. Uh, he is amenable to the loophole that you have found. I'm glad to hear that. He is going to do his best to sell that to his own head office. As you know, sometimes the corporate leaders can have opinions. Yeah. About these things. Uh, but he's going to do his level best to try to work work out some kind of arrangement that would benefit all parties. That would be ideal, yes. I think, for everyone. Um, and I, if I remember, we had left things at the kind of like first thing in the morning. Yeah, I have no idea what time it is yeah. anymore, given that we keep time traveling. Um, mm -hmm. And he says... Because uh, that's Drimmai's fault. It, you know, these listen, things happen. Um, Sam. And, and he says, uh, well, I, I do believe, Mr. Valanda, that you had a you had a meeting scheduled with Captain Chase in the in the training yard, if I do remember correctly. Did you I mean, did you not? I believe you had training. You was a training you had scheduled. Probable. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, also, there's the whole I, I need to speak with the town administration. Yes, they, they are planning on having a meeting later this morning. Oh, uh, good. Yes. Uh, so it, it would appear that, unless you have anything you need of me at the moment, that you have essentially all have free time, I guess, is if that's a thing that ever happens. Yes. <laughs> that's an unusual... I don't think we're necessarily doing anything because we don't really know... Maybe I After know my meeting with the administration, I, I imagine there's going to be a lot for us to do. I would only imagine so. True. Did we get the paperwork squared away about uh, with head office about uh, political involvement? I know that I have tacit permission, but I need to see the. We need to make sure that the forms are right. Yes, we are still waiting on a response from the. Being at the combination that we're seeing here, we need to actually, we're asking our head documenter and head secretarian to, to review all the paperwork to make sure that er all T's are crossed, all dies otted, all vowels umlauted where appropriate. Sure. You know. uh, and, you know, it's very important that this be 100%. Oh, yes. We need to make sure that we've, we've covered all of the bases. All right. Well, I'm going to go see uh, Captain Case. And Stephen, if uh, there's anything that happens, you know how to get a hold of us. Indubitably. Uh, we will, we will uh, meet back up once I have uh, something to talk about. Excellent. I, I will continue then preparing all of the paperwork for the internship program. That, that would be good. That you have induced. Yes, that's good. Is there anything that the rest of you need of me for the moment? Just, well, I'm just going to look at Hugo and be like, you want us to come? Not yet. <laughs> what I think would be really nice is if you could go take a look at Lord Zedram Kai's mansion and just okay. see if there's anybody there. Don't go inside and don't burn the building down. Don't <laughs> uh, don't do anything. Just just don't leave piles of flaming poop. No, don't do that. <laughs> just just yet. Look. <laughs> okay. And then when we meet back here later, we can talk about it. 
<laughs> huh. Okay. It, interesting idea. And like, Dren's going to kind of scrunch up a little bit. Like, trying to remember, was he alive back then? Zedrum Kai? But then, like, okay. Yeah. Oh, you still think we're in the past? Yeah. She, she totally oh. thinks, like, we're still in the past kind of thing. Like, because uh. I, I, if I remember right, I rolled really bad on my perception. So you as far as I know, we're still past. Poor. Yeah. You did not roll well. So I'm well. just like, I, I'm probably muttering like, when was that guy? How the fuck when did Stephen get back born? This I'm trying to <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why is Stephen here? Okay. I mean, I don't know, like, if the buildings were quite there yet, or, um, you know, I don't think Zedrin, Zedrin Kai was, he's a human, though. They don't really live that long, do they? But, sure. <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, before he leaves, Hugo turns around and goes, seriously, don't burn, don't burn it down yet. Yet. Just yet. Just just wait until we talk about it. Yeah, I don't think it exists yet, so it's not a problem. Okay, Hugon. Okay. And then away he goes. Yeah. So Hugon's off to go to the training yard. Dren Mai scampers off. Yeah. Cause I it just, I just, I just have it. I just in my head. It's just every time anywhere Drenmai goes anywhere, it's a scampering. It's a. <laughs> well, I, I kind of have to because I'm small, yeah. so it's almost like a skip. It's like a skippy, bouncy <laughs> thing to try and keep up with everyone that's taller than me. <laughs> but then there's just like the un, the un. There's all of that potential energy, right? That's being actualized and there's it needs a to go. Lot of energy. And it needs to go somewhere. So it's always, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, there's never walking anywhere. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's no walking. Walking does not exist in Dren's in Dren's world. It's all like Muppet movement. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's either going or riding on Thnook. <laughs> it's true. I just started envisioning Drenmai as basically a gnomish uh gummy bear. Just bouncing everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. There's lots of bouncing. Uh I mean, you got to figure, like, the weight to gravity ratio, it, there's not a lot of friction holding her down. So it's just ding, 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 ding. Right. That's how got, physics works. She's got, like, ridiculous <laughs> strengths, like, moonwalk, like, bouncing around in the moon for her. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of you know, mass eventually, to her. Like, like, she's going to end up with, like, those, like, spring boots. Oh, <gasps> moon boots. Moon boots. Just moon around. boots. Yeah, just, like, the little mini trampolines. Boing, 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 boing. Yeah, pretty much. Until she designs them. Until I design him. <laughs> um, All right, so off to Captain Case to see what okay. the hell he wants. Uh, Thunic, what is what is Thunic's plan for? He's super sleepy, but he last thing he remembers when he was here is it, uh, before the whole time travel and all that was if he feeds the map into the map machine, he has map and a map machine with maps. It's like this is really neat. I, uh, I yes. want to. I want to play with this new toy. Just start feeding in all kinds of paper into it. Like, this looks like a map. <laughs> uh, sure. He's, he's gonna take like any sort of scrap of paper and start drawing maps on it that he sort of remembers as being accurate, but 
I mean, we're this, this is Thunuk we're talking about here. This this could just as easily have been like his idea of how a map should work. Oh, let's like, let's like, play this game. All right. So what like what would one of the maps be? Um, it would be a series of drawings of trees with with a special, especially uh, taking into account like specific nooks and crannies as to where uh, certain like caches of nuts are hidden based upon what he was told some while but while ago by a squirrel, squirrel index yeah by a squirrel. <laughs> would, it, would there be like this is where the really good nuts are here's like a bush of really good berries there be that too? stay away from it this uh, an asshole uh, and th- that's and then, where that jerk squirrel yeah, is that always yells that, at me. That's that you know, Jake the squirrel. He lies mm-hmm. about where he puts everything. And also, and there's... there's an owl who's been like hunting the squirrels, and like so, like there's this dead zone. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he hashed out a zone for like owl territory. This particular owl, and he'd also probably like excellent napping spot right here. <laughs> in the Super cool rock with moss. Super cool rock with moss that we would be on there as well, and then there'd be the one where it's like, uh, like patch of moss on side a tree that looks like, um, mom, looks like mom or something like that, or 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 log shaped like duck, log shaped like duck, duck shaped like log. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and of course spiders here with. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. Visit later. <laughs> Harvest. Tasty, tasty Harvest. spiders. Mm. So it taste. sounds like we've got a skill challenge on our hands. I, we do have a skill <laughs> challenge. It's 100% a skill challenge. Yes, 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 yes. So, so I guess uh, it's time for uh, Thanuk to start rolling survival. Yes, he needs to start rolling some survival checks here. Let's see how horribly so, this so goes. So check uh, number one. Because of the, the map table? Does he get what? advantage because of the map table. no because he's making these maps to feed into okay. the map oh table. Yes. okay all right yes um so the first step i think so let's see what would the steps be here for there to be for you to have success with this it would have to be that he first thing he needs to do is like draw the general area right uh, here's the thing though in his mind it's obvious where the general area is because that tree mm-hmm. is it's that's, that's where that tree is you mm-hmm. should know by looking at this map where where this where like the general area is so really it would be i think then pathing like he knows where he is and he knows where the tree is it's finding Mm -hmm. the path so it's basically drawing you're drawing like the treasure map version yes with like the dotted line and like the x's 100 percent an eight-year-old's treasure map okay with zero legend and zero scale precisely (laughs) what the fuck is this oh it's my map well, it, it doesn't has say anything. to be out of proportion. Oh, it's oh, yeah. very much out of proportion. Like the, the, trees the best are stuff like the size he, of mountains. The stuff he really doesn't care about is like small, and the best stuff is huge. And <laughs> well, it's and, because it, because it's based on how important these things are. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. it's like it's you get there a lot faster because your steps are bigger. So it's like one hour, and really, it's like three and a half. Oh yeah, pretty much. And, but then sometimes, like he got distra- sometimes he might have gotten distracted along the way. So mm-hmm. where it's a it was a three hour trip. It really was a one hour trip, but there was like the conversation he had with that duck. There was a very interesting beetle. Yeah, there is the yeah. beetle that had some. There stories was a bug report that needed filling out. A bug report. Oh yeah, he got a bug report. <laughs> he he followed a hummingbird for a little bit. 
you know? He took a nap that thought he thought was 20 minutes. Turns out it was closer to an hour. Or maybe a few days, even. Yeah. Hibernated. He woke up and he's, he's got, like, leaves on him. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Spent about an hour and a half trying to risk a, uh, a bee excursion through a honey, through a, you know, beehive. Do right. I want that honey so, really badly? So I think... Oh, and then, of course, rough terrain? For you, maybe. For him, it's just a slight elevation. It's just terrain. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the first one is to determine, um, is there some way to accurately... How how good is he at putting the scale into this, right? That that, that the map, that that your map table might might be able to understand it. At best, I think this is he's basically going to make each little mark like the path that you walk mm -hmm. is going in his mind is like either X amount of steps or X amount of minutes worth of walking. Okay, but um, again, how accurate is his method of figuring that stuff out? Um, okay. Uh, well, let's, let's get our first survival check on this then. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to set ourselves here. 19 total. Oh, well, 19? you know, what? I'm going to say that that passes. He gets uh, a plus four. It, uh, I, I do sort of feel like this might be a contested role with the machine because the machine might not be smart enough to oh, understand what he is doing. <laughs> right. So it, it did he successfully like instruct the machine? Uh, we're going to find out. So you rolled a 19. Mm -hmm. So would this be... Does the machine need to just hit the same DC? Or does the machine need to meet or beat that I think it, it's it's a meet or beat scenario. Okay. And the, the, the machine lacks the skill component that Thunic has. Well, it, it only has, has one skill component. Right, it has its. It knows its instructions, and that's it. So I think this would be an intelligence roll for the machine. Okay. So it would have to meet or beat nineteen. Well, the first thing we need to do is decide what the intelligence of the machine is, right? Just like roll two d six. We're gonna roll. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a forty six. At least three. And we're gonna take. Oh shit! Uh, so I just rolled. If we if we drop the lowest one, I just rolled an eighteen. So the machine's intelligence is 18, which 18. actually... 18! 18! And an 18 is a Whoa, plus... Four? four? It's plus always four. been a four. Okay. Oh, I know it's always been a four. I just don't remember the fucking demarcation. Listen! Memorize <laughs> the ability chart. <laughs> There's too much! There's just too much No, to there isn't! Be a better player! <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I call it like I see it. Well, Jesus. out. <laughs> Which one of these dark dice should I use first? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, uh, I've got all these D6s. So mm. What if I roll them all at once? No. I mean, you uh, got dice. Seven there, so you're looking at probably about a 26 to your roll. Um, all right, so we have a plus four. We need to see if the machine can meet or beat a 19 to understand what Thunic has put on his map. And 14 plus four is an 18. So... Because it failed to beat it, does that mean it has to obey Thanuk? No, I think it has difficulty parsing. Ah, so I think with I think with an eighteen, it's able to understand what data points are on there. But it's like whenever you've tried to see like if you've ever filled out like an application online with LinkedIn and it says, "Oh, use LinkedIn," and it goes to parse the data, but for some reason, like <laughs> your job title shows up in like the description and. Yeah. 
this is really funny because the better that Thanuk does on his map, the harder it is the machine to figure this because he has out it's basically he put together like Thunuk is putting together a really awesome looking resume, but the mm. parser can't quite pick up all of the little There's like some HTML coding errors. Yeah, it, it's like if a human were just to look at this, they'd be like, Yeah, I understand perfectly what's going on here. But as soon as you try to get a machine to do it, the parsing doesn't quite work. So you you feed the the first paper in there. Mm-hmm. And it gets, you know, it's the thing where it gets in and, it, and you feel like the tension, you know, it sucks it in. And um, you hear something that sounds akin to like a chewing sound as it's, you know, crunching the data. And uh, you s- like crunching the data. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. And- Masticating the information. <laughs> and. <laughs> And the um, and as you start to see these little things start popping up on the map, but they're not quite where they're supposed to be. Like some of the points are appearing like, um, like above the map, like not where they're supposed to be. Um, what the fuck is that doing there? So yeah, it's like so like interesting rock, but the rock is like, like when you have like the coding error, like in, the, in like in a new game. You know, where it's mm-hmm. like, why is that rock sitting in the middle of the air? Well, it's like that's that's kind of what's going on there. Uh, some of the locations you can tell aren't quite right from what you said. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, there's a giant beetle roaming the countryside. There, there, there's this large. Yeah. Beetle just sort of moving around the countryside. And it's like kind of uh, no, that beetle wasn't that big. Um, so you need to you need to make. You need to make um, well, so it, it gets done crunching the data, and then it spits out the 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 map again. Um, it's a little moist, um, but now you have to make corrections to your data points. Is that done on the map itself, or is that done on like a with a tool as a stylus? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Or are we going full on like minority report and like <gasps> how okay. cool would that oh my god that's like something I could tinker later <laughs> Fanook has like the most badass technological map on the planet and it's like and only he knows how tree. to use it <laughs> and only he knows how to use it but it's like <laughs> tree and it looks like a big broccoli piece um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be a combination. I think it's going to be a combination of like minority port in, in, interface, and you can see on the side there is like a little stylus port. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a combination. Um, I think it's going to be a combination of those interfaces. It's a very interesting. Um, it's a very interesting GUI that you have going on right here. Very. So I think. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, how, how would you like to interact? How would you like to interface with this? Um, at first, Thunuk is basically going to interface with it by saying, no, no, that's not where it is. It's just not, that's too big. That's too small. And that should not be in the air. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And he, he basically is talking into the whole lady, put the, put the paper in it at one point. And then he's, and he's like, hello, uh, you read the map wrong. So we're having like a we're having a Star Trek four moment here. 
Yes. And picks up the mask. Computer, what the hell? Computer. <laughs> Hello, computer. Hello, computer. Sit there tapping. Oh, hello. Keyboard. How hello. A keyboard. How quaint. <laughs> what did you just do? Oh, I created transparent aluminum. How do you what? know he what didn't invent the bloody thing? You know, like everybody, like he's just like sitting there blithely vibrant, like violating the prime directive, and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> By the no, way, I, just, I really think I think there's an opportunity for this to be an actual tabletop game where you have to properly interface where all the best, you know, acorn stashes and cool rocks are in a forest as you build out what the forest looks like. I just feel like there's like some kind of. Oh, I I, I would pay ten bucks for this on Steam easy. <laughs> oh, I mean, like it, this sounds like some Kingmaker kind of stuff. <laughs> I, um, this is like Journey, but like instead of walking, I'm like I put this here and that goes there and. All right, we're going to discuss this later because I really compile. think that in addition to compile. the in addition to the eat drink roll pub game that we were talking compile. about, in addition to the eat drink roll pub game, I think this is something we need to other we need to workshop because I like the idea. But anyways, mm -hmm. back to this. So Thunic is talking to the table. Nothing is happening. Mm. He looks up and looks for Stephen, and he's probably not there anymore. Uh, Stephen is off. Uh, is in the corner, and he's. Uh, you can see he's he's filing some paperwork. He has like his own like little like desk in the corner, um, uh, where where he's like he's you know he's basically where he keeps off his papers and keeps his mm -hmm. you know very important it's his space. Things. His yeah. Sub basement one is Stefan's domain. Yes. Well, it's it is the franchise domain, but that's where he keeps his particular. That's where we keep our Stefans. Yeah, that's where you keep your Stefans. No, no, Stephen, not Stephen. That's where we keep Stephen. our Stephen. Stephen. He's, he's got a little corner where he he's piles like up with stuff to sleep in. In a in a crate, a water bottle. And you got to make sure he's got water the little water bottle with like you know a wheel and. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's how we power everything. He has to, he runs on the wheel. Well, he's got. So what it is? You know what it is? He's got the standing desk with a treadmill, so that way he could get his steps in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he, yeah, he he would be that would be an acquisitions incorporated employee. That's what he would oh, do. Oh Jesus! And you know what's <laughs> happening is it's not just that he's getting his steps in. You know, in some way, shape, or form, that treadmill is like capturing jewels. It is somehow. It is. No, no, it no, is no. powering my shop. It is. It is. It is generating some kind of like friction generated arcana. It's like the. It's a. It's fueling something somewhere. It's some kind of arcane arcane magnetotron of some kind. Some sort. Yeah. <laughs> There's a current of some kind involved. Don't know where it goes. There's too much copper on it. There's it's just entirely made of copper. It's very steampunk because in its design. It is. Um, um, he, he's gonna basically like be a little bit huffy and go over to Stephen, and uh, he's basically like, I, "I don't think it's working. Um, maybe it is not smart because I gave it a map and it doesn't understand my map." It's a very good map. It has very good stuff on it. Important stuff. And and Stephen, uh, without breaking stride on his standing desk treadmill, um, may I may I see the map? It is a little soggy. But here you go. And he like, he's not even holding it like a map. He's like, <laughs> how the hell? Does like it a get used soggy? tissue. <laughs> and he's like, yes, Thorak, this is a very good map. You did a very good job. I'm guessing, did you try using the stylus to make the adjustments? You can make adjustments? Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, 
no, I didn't try that. Ah. And he hops down off his treadmill and he, he grabs, you know, he, he it's, it's, the, and so the stylus port is like right next to where you feed the map in, right? There's like a little round part and it's like where you have to like push it in and it clicks and it comes out a little bit. So that way you can like take the stylus out. It's got a very yeah. satisfying little, and if you want to push it back click. in, it's like a little click. click. Yeah, click. it stays in and click pops out and you don't take it out and he takes it out and you can see now as he starts moving the stylus over the over the map you can see as it um it you can see like where it's highlighting where it is what it's interacting with um, does it act like one of those like little magnet pins on those little like magnetic etch-a-sketch things oh those like things. you put it on the um, drag the it might have you could see because as he does he, he's able to twist the pen to get different modes out of it so there is one where he, he twists it and it does kind of like you know where it's able to move things kind of like the, like the magnetic mustache guy. But there's other ones where it like changes to like different stylus tips. So it's very much like you're using a wireless Cintiq of some kind. It's like Photoshop, but That's magic. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so and you can, I guess you, you may use this to select. And he shows you like how to select things and how to like slide things around and everything. And, and, and how to like adjust your views, the different layers. You know, he gives you like a, a really quick... Um, a real quick uh ah this will be your next skill check um part of the skill challenge <laughs> do here. you understand yes what the so hell he's giving happened? you he's giving you a brief tutorial over over how to use uh basically your photoshop table <laughs> um we'll amazing see. so let's get let us do a uh let us do an intelligence oh. check on this guy that's nice to you guys <laughs> good luck good luck use your good die Yes, whatever trash die you had last week. Let's not use that. They one. all yes. sucked last week. Well, maybe yeah, no, it's it well, hang on. Before, you, well, did you make them? What did you do to make them learn their lesson? Did you like put them in a toaster oven, or, or show them a toaster oven, or a microwave, or? You know, there is a really quick, easy way to weight dice. All you have to do is you put them in the oven, three hundred and fifty degrees on the one side. You leave it in there for five minutes. Twenties all the time. Teach your kids how to cheat D and D. I mean, it's true. The twenties every time because it's hot enough that it melts it, and it's one because, it's one, one facet. Hey, out of the world fun fact: most of dice are made with plastic bold injection, which means that there's air pockets when they're created because it goes from really really hot to really really cold about that quick. Mm -hmm. So there's lots and lots of air. So when you melt it. And if you put it on the one side, it takes all those air pockets inside, closes them, melts it all, so it sinks on the one hand side while still creating the structure on the outside. So all the weight is on the one. So when you roll, all the weight is on the one. So you're more likely to roll on the twenty side. You're welcome. <laughs> I, wow. I, uh, I have some shitty dice that I might try that on. <laughs> Perhaps I will have done this. Perhaps I will not have to. Not uh, have I'm done. gonna have a lot of questions <laughs> when some of these dice rolls start coming up in the in the coming weeks. <laughs> um, on the topic of this was a. Uh, uh, Are you rolling? No! Yeah. No! Um, so, Luke is, is standing and going, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So, you, you And understand. then he's like chewing on the pen. For the podcast, <laughs> Sonic, don't, don't do that. Sonic don't roll the one. Oh. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's kind I, of a critical point to not do that. Stephen was kind of like, uh, okay, so you you understand exactly, you understand how to how to make the adjustments on this map pen. The exact same tone that he's been saying uh huh during the entire time, exact same tone again, uh huh. Okay, well, if you need additional help, I'll be over there, and he steps away. Uh huh. <laughs> so now we need to make some adjustments <laughs> to this map. And, and this 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 is a. 
average person sized stylus, right? Yes, it is. It is. It <laughs> it's is. like a toothpick. <laughs> it's just like doing this. <laughs> it's about the size of a pencil for a normal person. So for you, it's going to be travel yeah. pencil, probably. Have you... Yeah, they got a miniature golf, golf pencil. pencil. Yeah, a miniature golf pencil. No, I, I, I okay. I went. Oh, here it is. I've had this for. I, was gonna say, I have a sparkler, so it's like using this little tiny. This is the smallest pencil I've ever owned. <laughs> I never so use little. it. Uh, and I got this on a trip to Japan. They're like, yeah, so you can write whatever stuff you want. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too strong. Giant hands. Big meat hand. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. So now let us let us make let us make corrections to the map. Um, he holds it as best as he can, not remembering the fact that he has a stick that holds pens for this particular purpose. Um, it's been a stressful few minutes. It's been extremely easy. We're so lost. <laughs> He, uh, the first thing he wants to fix is the floating rock because rocks don't float. That's just wrong. And he's like, oh. So let's do <laughs> this shall be a dexterity check first. <laughs> I, I, I'm not contesting this. Wait, what is but I would love a description as to why it's a dex check because it's lots hilarious. Because you're I'm expecting something to break. You've got Thunic have you ever tried drawing in Photoshop with a mouse? Yeah, it sucks. that's all I use. Yes, it's terrible. That's, that's why it's a dex check because it's like oh. you try to do it. It's like you you think you're <laughs> yeah. getting a certain oh. like no, I get it. <laughs> what the hell? The first yeah. circle looks like a really fucked up polygon. Because <laughs> you don't have the smoothing. Because if you turn the smoothing up to the right thing, everything. <laughs> Somebody guessing... used a different die. No, we use the same one. And I got an 18, but okay. it's minus two, so Thank it's a 16. That's, that's fine. That's fine. You're able to properly... Wait, your dex is minus two? Yes. He's, He's very large. Boy. I know. It's so funny. He's a bull in a china shop most of the time. Um, you're able to properly dumb. properly select this rock. Uh-huh. You're able to uh, you're able to resize it. So, because this was not the rock the size of a mountain, as the as the as the or the rock of a size of a hill, the way that the map has interpreted it. Uh, it is, you know, it's a decent size rock, but you're able to, to rescale it mm-hmm. to the proper size and able to move it and get it to settle down right where it's supposed to be in the Chanda Wood. And you're able to do that for a few of the items. So now you have, like, some of, like, the really awkwardly scaled items. The beetle now is now the proper size, not Tarask-sized. You know, we have to really zoom in to see it, but it's there. It's there, yeah. But it has this. But you listen. You could you, the zoom function is easy. That's just like a little dial, and you're able to. And sometimes it goes too far. You know, it goes too far, and then you know you gotta like you know, bring it back out because you like lose where you are, and you're like you're seeing like just like the one eye on the beetle, and you have to like zoom out a little bit more. And okay, yep, that's where I found that beetle. Um, one minor hair off the mandible. What the heck is that? <laughs> I'm just gonna put a happy little hair there on the mandible. And, happy li- <laughs> and here we have a happy little tree. And um, so now we need to uh, make uh, we need to make the, the correction. Nick would absolutely be the Bob Ross of our world. Mm. He'd be he'd be Almost very certain. chill. Mm-hmm. He'd be very chill. Everything um, is a happy little paint, something. Like and there are there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. 
Um, <laughs> Except he accidentally ends up scribing some sort of infernal rune and like summoning something from the painting. Like, oh, <laughs> ten- like, these, these tentacles just start, start pouring no, out. No, no. That would be kind of awesome. Hello, new friend. Hey. Hello, new friend. <laughs> It likes me. It's Florgaflorp again. <laughs> Welcome, Florgaflorp. <laughs> From the greater outer realm. <laughs> um, so I keep it. <laughs> it followed me oh. home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we need to do the final check, which is getting everything where it needs to be. Like readjusting, readjusting the locations of the correct things. So I will let you tell me how you think Thonic would need to address this, knowing what he remembers so far with mm. with using the stylus. How do you think Thonic would go about adjusting uh, where where everything is located? The things that you can see are definitely not in the right place. He brute forces. He's not. He'd not find any smart way to do it. Like like multiple selection, scale, <laughs> move the things over there. That's just mm-hmm. no. It'd be one at a time. Um be painstaking and I don't he think it's so mad when he finds the guide and ruler function oh man yeah snap to he's gonna be so angry um you mean there was an easier way to do this multi-select scaling oh my god that would just he, he'd be so annoyed. there's like a plug-in that you could like literally plug in you know, to the side of the table that will help take care of some of these things. It's like a cassette of some kind. Uh, let's make Which, this an intelligent Absolutely, show. this table has the ports for plugins. It absolutely has to have that. Except by plugin, we're talking about like an etched copper something. Yeah, plate yes. full of glyphs that you literally <laughs> have to hammer into the table. It's basically <laughs> like a it's it's a cartridge. It's like a, a giant Nintendo cartridge, but. Ermac size. Yeah. It's like Does it go in the first does it go in right the first way you have to like seventeen inches long by like, like nine on it, you know, size. Tap on it a few times for it to get to go in correctly. Um since we're going with intelligence, that is a nine. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It was uh, an average roll. It's just he's dumb. He's not the brightest he's bulb our, on the tree, but he's still He's our shines. big dumb precious boy. Yeah. Um we love our Thunuk regardless. So I think without, I'm not, so would Thunuk rage quit? No, he wouldn't. That's entirely opposite of Thunuk. He can't rage quit. He'd just be like. Try later. Try, no, he's, he, he'd keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. Until someone either made him quit or took over for him or he fell asleep doing it. Well, we're going to let. he has been up for like. 24 hours at this point. Uh, well, we're going to let Thuna keep trying for a few more minutes. And we're going we're gonna to go see what some of the other characters are doing. So we're going to... The scene is going to leave Thuna going, oh. Oh. And then he has to hit Control-Z a whole bunch of times. But he doesn't know that there's an undo button. Oh, oh man. Right. Or, hit, or a history list of things you did so you can't go back to that one perfect spot. He's on the wrong layer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's there's all sorts of. He doesn't yeah. know he that doesn't there's know like control Z yet. Like, yeah, so it's like you're trying to select like the certain things, and you just won't select. He keeps on selecting like the background layer and taking that and moving it. Like, no, that's not right. And it's inverting selections. There's like you're painting over learner. things. You're drawing things by Everything accident. Flips ninety degrees. He accidentally <laughs> learns about the the lock layer 
ability and he's like why would this change yeah exactly there's a layer that's locked that he didn't know is locked he's actually like he accidentally put two things in the same layer and he doesn't understand why he <laughs> when he moves one when he moves one acorn stash that the other acorn stash moves at the two. same time yeah yeah um so uh Drenmine. you have scampered mm-hmm. off to do an investigation of mm-hmm. lord zedrum kai's uh mansion yeah, in the non-existent past realm that I think he's in right now, or that we're in right now. Yes, in, in, the, in, the, <laughs> in the, who knows what time Drenmai thinks she's in realm right now. Oh, yeah. Um, we're in the past. In, in my mind, we're in the past. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'll go look at that probable, like, it was a dirt patch back then. <laughs> Just be like, okay, Hugon, sure. Um, so you're able to navigate your way through the the nicer section of town. This is where more of the money is so Um, i'm picturing if if like i'm walking through town mm -hmm. and i'm looking at this stuff and it's appearing i'm just like this was not here like 200 years ago Mm -hmm. yeah do i think this is like some kind of (laughs) alternate reality timeline that i'm in (laughs) god damn it let's see wisdom check i shouldn't have interacted with everyone oh no wisdom Wait, with, with preferably with your non-melted D twenty. Fuck, no, I'm not. <laughs> with your with your non-reconfigured D twenty. No, I have not done that. Never. Oh, that one. Oh, oh, that's a, that's a five. You're pretty convinced that you've walked into some kind of augmented <laughs> reality situation here. Okay. Where maybe so- <laughs> maybe only you are seeing where these things are. This is really just a pl- a dirt patch, but your goggles. Oh, so it's like my mind's playing tricks on me. Like I'm delusional. Uh, more like maybe maybe because you're because as far as you know, you're still 200 years ago. So maybe okay. your goggles are acting as like augmented reality. <sighs> like, do I do I see anyone around me? Uh, like, are there any people on the streets oh, that absolutely. I see? Yeah, absolutely. I want to go to whoever's closest to me, and I want to poke him with my with my staff, like in the butt. It, like, I'm testing reality. You know how that you know you pinch yourself to make yourself go away. I want to see if it's real. People. I'm testing the yeah, boundaries so of this reality. I'm gonna like go up with my stick and kind of poke him. Just give me a quick d20 on that. I'm just curious okay. as to where. Uh, Eleven. Um, you you get him right in the butt cheek. <laughs> Don't they? T- Gemweaver, what are you doing? I'm, but, what? How many what times? Have, how many times have I told you not to poke me with your rod? Well, what? Do I recognize this person? Yes. <laughs> really? Uh, you? How are you here? What do you mean? How am I here? I'm always what? here. I live here. Yeah. But, hmm, what year is it? He gives the year. I don't know what. I, uh, okay, yeah. No. So he gives me current. It'd be like. Yeah. But we. And she's just going to kind of stare for a second. And she's going to look at Rosie. Rosie's just. And it. Like shrugs it, the wings. And she just kind of wanders off. Like, doesn't say anything to the person, just kind of wanders off. And like, and this person is just like, okay, Gem Weaver, whatever. <laughs> Typical Gem Weaver bullshit. And just, 
typical continues, non- nonsense. Continues on their way. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, if I'm like even slightly confused on when I am, I'm I'll wander to where, like, oh, it's real, or maybe it's not, or I'm just crazy, or we've really messed with time, and then I'll start wandering. <laughs> probably not. Like, yeah, time that's... would probably not be Dren's biggest thing. <laughs> Dates and stuff, not mm-hmm. so much. So I'd probably start wandering towards where I know Zedrinakai's place is, even though I don't think it's there. But it is. But it's not. But it is. Like, <laughs> for, all, for, all, for all Dren knows, she's seeing, like, the artist rendering. Yeah. Of... <laughs> I'm just like, this. Like, that, how for... is this real... For Why like, is this happening? For when the architecture, when the architects were like, you know, showing like what this area could look like once it's developed, you know, and it's yeah, not, like, exactly. Um, so you're able to wander through again. This is like the nicer section of town. Um, in in from Dren's memory, um, when uh, Pinedale was first founded, really the first thing to be built was the keep. Uh, not necessarily built okay. it the way that it was because it took a while. You don't just start by building massive stone walls. You usually start with building. You know, with what you have, yeah, and there's as, like foundation yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but that was like the first major construction of the area, and then there was uh, there was obviously the bridge that was built over the river, um, that was very quickly expanded. That was a, that was a major works project as well that you remember because you had to get trade in and out of out of Pinedale, and knowing the way that the wood shifted the way that it did, you never knew whether it was going to be coming which side of the river the path was going to take you. So this, you know bridge wide enough for two carts very sturdily built uh was was one of the major projects and then there was of course like the workers village where everyone started living um initially uh as they began mining and everything and it wasn't until much later that this richer section began to build up of more of like as the business owners started moving in um Mm -hmm. um nothing ever truly opulent but definitely large three-story homes, three-story townhomes. If you could imagine, it looks very much like um, Brooklyn or Brooklyn Heights with like the brownstones, you know, where you have you know very nice facades, you know. But these these are not enormous homes. Okay. But enor- they're large by Pinedale standards. If you were to go in your travels to say Waterdeep, these would be on the fair to middling size of things. Okay. All right. Um, and you're able to find where Zedrum Kai's manse is, where his home is. Um, you're not sure if it, again, you're not sure, is it really there? Is it that you're just imagining it? Are you, have you discovered augmented reality? In my mind, I think I'm freaking losing it. <laughs> Which is like, how, how is that different than normal? I, well, see, I don't, I don't think she would be self-aware that she's losing it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is like the first evidence of like I might be crazy. Yeah, I might actually legitimately be. <laughs> now I understand why Hugh got my damn mind. <laughs> Wait a minute, I just got insight into why Hugh got I drive Hugh got nuts, or did I? Quite probably it's, not. It's quite no. possible. Probably like I don't think of Hugh so much, just as like maybe maybe something's up. <laughs> Give me an insight roll. Okay. As Dren does some self-reflection. <laughs> uh, that a nine? 
there is very little self-reflection that happens where there okay. are mistakes. Yeah, I I don't think about this at all. I'm just like, oh, you know, this this timey wimey wibbly wobbly bullshit is just what it is. <laughs> and I'm we were about we were it. on the verge of a breakthrough. I was on the verge of like self-inflection breakthrough, and then it was like, nah, nah, never mind. I'm fine. I'm cool. There's nothing wrong with me. It's the rest of the world that's warped. The rest of the world's crazy. I'm fine. <laughs> Um, so you, you're able to find uh, his house. Uh, it is mid-morning. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, this nice-looking brownstone-type home. There's a set of stairs, stone stairs leading up to the home. Um, double doors, nice oak. Okay. Finally works, like, glass in the door, like, frosted glass in the door. Um... I think hmm. if I find it relatively easy, I don't know. I might, I'm, I'm going to have like, like the two little like angel and devil appear on the shoulder thing. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like, one's Huron and one's Dren. And it's like, <laughs> you want to go look at stuff, right? You want to verify that you're not insane. And then Huron's like, no, no, you're stupid. Stay there. But, but there could be really cool stuff because we're in some alternate reality and it won't affect your reality, right? And it's and then Hugon's like, no, shut up. And they're like yelling at each other. And then they like Hugon like pulls out a dagger and is like, I will kill you. Exactly. Exactly. Starts so. to stab the person on the left shoulder. Well, oh, oh, let's do this. Okay. Drenmai versus Hugon. Okay. The angels are actually going to do battle right now. Okay. okay Roll for that. initiative. This is insane. Okay. I love it. Okay. Uh, I got, oh, I blocked! I blocked! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. It's initiative, but I don't care. I blocked. Blocked. So we have a 20 initiative. Uh, let me double check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. That's what I use my 20 on, because you know it's not going to happen again. <laughs> Good, so. Yeah, I have a, a dirty 20 as well. A dirty twenty oh, yeah, versus a nat twenty. Well, I think the nat twenty would unless unless the nat twenty. Yeah. Do you have a unless negative? Unless you just got a negative to dex. Do you have a negative to dex? No, 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 no. Okay. I have. Let's see. My dex is uh, plus two, so twenty-two. So Angel okay, so. Drenmai goes before Angel Hugon. Yes. So. Okay. Um. Are Are we just gonna do like strength checks or something? Um, no, this is full angel? on. This is battle. This is. <gasps> I'm gonna spell the shit. So okay. And so so this, maybe... this will not count against any of your actual, of course, like, okay. stuff. This is just for this particular because this. Let's face it, this is the battle royale we've all been wanting for the last yes. two seasons. This exactly. Is... <laughs> but but it, and, in the best possible PvP way. <laughs> and this is one hundred percent. So I'm picturing like this is my subconscious, basically that's that's battling Hugon's subconscious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I, I'm thinking that I have 100% my full powers in my subconscious. Mm -hmm. Mini Dren is going to cast Blight. Oh, nice. <laughs> my God. And I've been waiting to use this so badly. And I'm casting it at level four. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. Now, mind you, uh, Hugon, you can also move in three dimensions because you are essentially oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a construct. Oh, yeah. So for those that don't know what Blight is, uh, this is my first step into necromancy. Oh, nice! And it's it's necromatic energy that 
like consumes the creature of my choosing and it drains all moisture and vitality out of it. And you have to make a con saving throw. Getting a little thirsty. Oh, it's so good. I've been waiting to use this. So dehydrator, basically, the spell. <laughs> yep. For it just Philander drinks. What's the save? What's the save he has to hit? Um, my save is a 15. pretty sweet spell uh-huh it's a good one 8d8 <laughs> it's not a nice uh-huh yeah pretty... yeah and then i get to add i think because i cast oh, jesus, it four jesus so i get four? to do nine 98 no, it, it's it's every one above five isn't it uh let's see I, I, level you cast a spell, spell using fifth, fifth level, level yeah okay so yeah you i get to roll eight level. against you because yeah. i don't think i can cast it five yet nope i can't okay so i need a 15 constitution save yes Okay. Sorry. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't look like a number. That's because the dice is upside down. That is... <laughs> I was like, how did zero one happen? <laughs> That's a 16. 16. 16. Oh. Okay, so you only take half. Half damage. Okay. I was like, so zero, one? What the hell? How did I roll an O one? Dice really wants you to know that that was a one. You did a very bad job. There's no tens involved here. Okay, so half of 49 is 24? Wait. More or less. Uh, More or less. Okay. Yeah, yeah 24. Okay. All right. Okay. So now... <laughs> um, Hang on. Let me... <laughs> Because the cool thing about this fight is that you can just drop and just drop whatever your top level exactly. shit is right away. <laughs> All right, I am going to uh, full attack the shit out of Dren. <laughs> and what's better is I'm, in my head, I'm imagining if you've ever seen the show Happy, where Patton Oswalt does the voice of this cartoon uh, unicorn. That's with uh, Christopher Maloney, if you remember. He was on Law & Order SVU as uh, Stabler, who plays this drunken, drug addict, like corrupt, awful cop guy. And he's got this animated uh, imaginary unicorn that's always flying around him. That's what I'm imagining. Is like it's, You have Dren in real life, right? But then you've got the animated version of Dren and the animated version of Hugon, which I'm sure are both chibi. Um, so that's 18 to hit. For one attack, seventeen to hit for another attack, and then eleven to hit oh. for the third attack. Okay, so the first two hit. Okay, I'll go ahead and roll those then. Um, let me. I'm the only one who has the the Star Trek fight music going on. In their head. <laughs> I don't actually know what specific Star Trek movie you're talking about. So. Oh no, not movie, TV show, original series. Okay. okay, so I am going to roll <laughs> a uh, superiority die to activate menacing attack. Oh, God. All right, so that's... Sorry, there's a lot of dice over here. That's... Yeah, a lot of dice. Running. Hey, she just did 8d8. Mine's fine. It's halved, but 8d8. Okay. 
Okay, so that's 30 damage for two attacks, and then you need okay. to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. And that saving throw is... Give me just one second. Because I want to make sure that I don't tell you the wrong thing. I rolled thing. a 15. So... Mm. Proficiency bonus is four right now, isn't it? Mm, or I think so, yeah. Fifteen is exactly what you ah. needed. So okay. is, there cool. any, is there any result for her making the throw or like a Um if she succeeds, uh nothing happens. Ah. If she fails, she would have been frightened. <laughs> and then I hit you two more times. Okay. What's the AC I need to hit? Uh, I am 15. 15. That's a 23 and a 21. Oh. <laughs> all for the, this is all to decide what Drenmai is going to do. And I will spend another superiority die to <laughs> do the exact same thing. <laughs> Actually, let me make sure that I can do that. Oh, yeah. It just says whenever I hit. <laughs> whenever I, <laughs> I could use, Gross. I could do, I could do this thing. That's another 21, so that's a total of 51 damage Ooh. for four attacks. Damn. All right. So I think it's your I think, turn. Let's see, 54 would be the total? Yeah. 54 would be... If we're going off my max HP, uh, little me would be done. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> So essentially, you smack him with a spell, and he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah." <laughs> oh, stab, 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 stab. Exactly. <laughs> so this means that the Hugon on your shoulder won the argument. Yes. So I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna think. I guess I'm crazy, and then it's just be like, no, I. He seemed actually serious, so maybe I'll listen. And I'll I'll kind of like post up, maybe not right outside, but somewhere close enough where I can kind of see what's going on. Okay, so you're gonna try to find a good vantage point just to kind of observe the comings and goings in the house. Yeah. Um, are you attempting to hide, or are you just, <clears throat> or are you just? Oh yeah, I'm 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 a small. I'll do a small. Well then, let's and... do. <laughs> a small. I'll do a small. Do a small. Well, I do a small. do a small. Well, let's do it. Let's do a, a small roll then. Okay. So stealth. Let's see. I stealth. I know I'm really good. Stealth. Oh yeah, I am. Uh, twenty-two. You do a twenty-two small. I do a twenty-two okay. small. So I'm you're, super small. You're super small. You are very. You are very <laughs> small right now. Mm-hmm. And there are none who can see you when you're small. I'm like, I want to be like like the grouch <laughs> in a garbage can or something. And you just see like <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> My life so, sucks. Well, I live in a garbage can. Shut up. This is So I'm imagining like you find like some kind of garbage receptacle type thing. Like you crawl in, but then there's like yeah. the little mini r laser of like the acetylene torch cutting the eye holes out. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 not full on eyeballs. It's oh hey, there's there might be like a creature in there, but or not, or it could just be two pieces of glass. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, the goggles are just right in there. <laughs> yep. No. I'm zoomed in on something. 
Um, okay, so you have uh, so you're gonna set up uh, set up your 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 watch post. Yep, on this I'll be a watch. All right, I um, do a watch. You do I like a watch. that. A small watch. First foray into necromancy is against Hugon, <laughs> in, which is technically against yourself. In a meta, in right. a meta, yeah, against yourself because it was metaphysical. It was completely metaphysical. Um, but uh, still, makes me laugh. Yeah, ex- um, so well. To, to those who laugh, we shall now go to Hugon Volander, uh, who, who is approaching the training yard. Now, you're going to have to help me out. Mm-hmm. Gideon doesn't remember what he wanted to talk to Captain Case about. I think it was just like the normal, let's see. Normal training sessions? Normal training sessions. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other information might have been. Uh, gnolls and werewolves. There's obviously, yes, you know, there was a discussion d- about you know, debriefing that. Um, but before you do that, I need you to roll me a D10. Oh no! Oh no! I roll a nine. Um, okay, so we started off with uh, fifty recruits that you have you put that you drafted, press mm-hmm. ganged, shanghaied into the uh, into the internship Dragooned. program. Dragooned into the internship program. This morning, you find that nine of them have washed out. Nine of them have basically rang out. They they went rang the bell and said, "I don't, I I can't." do the things that they would like me to do. Okay, I go to a like a wall with like some soot or chalk or something and I write each of their names on the wall and then above them put failure. Oh god. Um so and uh and Captain Case approaches and he says <clears throat> um I completely understand what we're attempting to do, what you're attempting to do with these folks. Yeah. If I can offer a suggestion for the folks who wash out. Okay. I'm listening. They obviously are not cut out for the level of engagement that you're looking to, that you're looking to utilize them in. And I would agree. However, I do think that they might still be of use. So what if we had, would you mind if I used them in an auxiliary watch capacity? Because I'm imagining that if, if I'm understanding your, your goals correctly here is that the people who you get to eventually get through this training mm-hmm. will likely be able to foray further out into the Chanda wood than anyone else. Yes. That's, will... the, the goal is to create a first strike capable attack force. I would guess that we would also be able to use them to help reestablish trade between here and Elboulder. Yes, absolutely. There's still a need for just general patrol within Pinedale. I think that the folks that aren't good for this would probably be good for the day-to-day tasking. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing to say that they can't still be useful. They're okay. just not to quality uh, mm-hmm. for for Obviator. Um Okay. Which, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's not exactly a simple process, but I mean, I have no problem with you taking the washouts and, uh, you know, utilize them. They'll at least be in a little bit better shape now, mm-hmm. I would hope. Yes. I, I think that we'll be able to work on things with them, but I think it'll be good if we can repurpose them. <clears throat> what do you think about um, once you're washed out, you have to wait a year before you try again? I'm fine with that. I think okay. that's fair. It gives them time to train to reevaluate to see if it's something that they really want to do. I right. think that's I think that's fair. Okay. 
I went in a dark place there when it came to utilizing them and using them as, and my brain said, target practice. Meat shield. <laughs> uh, Hugon's not evil yet. Well, no, it wasn't Hugon who was saying who was saying that. It was uh, Case. Someone. Case is actually a better person than Hugon. <laughs> someone has to be the first one to take the, the someone has to be there Would for the Hugon first round admit of arrows. That, though? What, that Case is the better person? Yeah. Probably not to Case, but yeah. <laughs> Inside. Inside, like, he's very aware. <laughs> like, if somebody asked him, like, if it had to come down between him and Case, he'd say, you, you should pick Case. <laughs> unless you want somebody to be really, really dead. Unless you really, unless you really need them dead, like, yesterday. In which case... Well, yeah. I'm your man. I'm, I'm the guy for that. Unless, unless you're on a budget. And but, then... You know... Do you want a police? Do you want a guard captain, or do you want a killer? <laughs> I mean, it's you got to yeah. figure out what you want first. Because if you want a guard captain, case is your man. <laughs> it's like, do I want garlic chicken or do I want noodles? <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, you've got options. Both and, are gonna, both are gonna you know, sate your hunger. You know, a line is forming behind you. So do, you. <laughs> do you want the ramen noodles from the grocery store, or do you want the ramen noodles? From the ramen place. Mm. You know? I mean, if you say the grocery store, you're wrong. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying the discount ramen is you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Discount ramen a is a particular case. type of ramen. I was about to say, I, I think, I think like, Yugon would be the like tried and true type ramen. Steadfast. And everybody ramen. else is just store bought. Exactly. Steadfast ramen. Kroger brand. <laughs> It's not even like name brand. It's like, you know, it's the it's the store brand. Oh, uh, very important. So today's training is going to fight, uh, is going to be teaching people how to fight in groups ah. and fight larger targets than them. Okay. How would you like so to go about doing this? Um, it's going to probably be a polearm practice day. In my head, I just had, all right, so you three are going to sit on each other's shoulders and you guys are going to be the big. <laughs> that would be really funny. That would be funny. I don't think it would be practical, but and like Hugon's like, man, I wish I had like a captive giant. That would be perfect. <laughs> well, you don't have a captive giant. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've got a friendly giant that I don't want hurt. Okay, this is true. See, Hugon. Hugon is a good person. <gasps> is there no, Halloween Hugon... in our world? What? Is there what? Would Halloween? there be Halloween in our world? I hope not. I believe there is a type of Halloween in uh, on Toril. Probably, Probably some kind of celebration of the dead, I would imagine. I know it's, like a, it's a harvest in the one. Garbage can, a little light, a light bulb of whatever D and D version of light bulb appears above Dren's head, and it's like, I'm gonna paint Thanuk green for Halloween. <laughs> Friendly green giant. Oh, then from far away, you feel a middle <laughs> finger from somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> from far away. A cosmic middle like, finger. She's bored. She's in this garbage can just thinking. It's like, oh, green. And Thonic, as, as you're trying to continue to work on this map, a sense of dread comes over you for no reason, and you're not really sure why. <laughs> I feel scared now. The there's map just, scared me. There, there's a disturbance in the four. Brian. <laughs> it works. Brian. No. No. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Bad, bad and wrong. But uh, so he's going to, it's going to be pull on practice day at mm -hmm. the training yard. Um, and he doesn't trust them yet with anything more complicated than spears. Mm -hmm. Maybe 
maybe to Dell. No, not her. She's she's too small for mm-hmm. good spear work. She could be a good example as to what you should do because you are smaller than the other thing you're going to be fighting. This is true. But again, she's kind of like a little badger of a person. She's very, very good at fighting solo, but not so good with teamwork, which is something that we'll need to work on. But... Find like the healthiest group. Also, be... she's not allowed to fight werewolves. Like, you must be this tall to fight werewolves. <laughs> unless you're, uh, unless you have uh, sorceress origin, and in which case, then there's an exception. Then there's an exception. Yeah. If you're a halfling, that height exception is not. It, it, oh, it scales. It scales. It it's scales. A depending, it, it, it's a racial scale of if you're, if you are only this big, but that's as big as your the, people get. Your scale. <laughs> your scale is different. Or, or if you're able to annihilate a, a full acre of forest with a single spell, then exceptions that's, can be made. You know that's different. But <laughs> also, she's a child, and yes. um, I think her parents would be mad. Not that they're very good parents for letting her hang out with me. <laughs> anyway, but. Um, you know, I, this is something that I'd want to avoid. So the children in the in the group are allowed to watch, but mm-hmm. only the like they're allowed to watch and train, but they're not going to be deployed. Mm-hmm. So to speak. Right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So what what how would you how would you formulate this? So you're saying pole arm training, group training. How would you see this this drilling to go down? Okay. How many people do I have left? Forty one. This includes 40. so th- and this includes Tadell in that in that number. How many of those are children, including Tadell? Tadell's the only child there. Tadell is the only child. That yes. is great, because that means I have an even number of individuals. So, because they're not very good, I'm going to break them into ten groups of four. They're not very good yet. It's just a fact of the matter. <laughs> because you're terrible. I mean, it's, it's legit. They're not very they're not very good yet. Listen, that's fine. That's why we're training. Mm-hmm. If they were good, I wouldn't be here. I'm breaking them into ten groups of four. And basically teaching them about how to, between the four people, control somebody, mm-hmm. like with like spears and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Make sure that like if some if the front two are distracting, the back two are striking. Mm. If the front two are having trouble, the back two are trying to like maneuver the creature. Mm-hmm. Basically trying to make sure that the creature doesn't have a stable footing or doesn't have the ability to move where it wants to. Basically, it's a it's about controlling the ground. Okay. Right now. Um, Drenmai, you see the door open to the mansion, which you are watching, what you are watching. And you see a very well-dressed Zedrum Kai exit the mansion. I'm so confused. (sighs) Like still, even though having somebody else verify that like we're current time, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe yeah, I'm existing in two different times simultaneously. Yeah, this is totally parallel universe in my mind. I'm a slider. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was a t- 90s TV show. It wasn't particularly oh, good. Probably before my time. With John. Do I? Do I see him leaving or coming into the house? Uh, leaving. You can see. Okay. He like takes a moment to like adjust his cape. He's got like that cape that kind of like goes like off the shoulder right yeah um Mm -hmm. he looks like he's wearing some of his finer wear like not quite royal court ready but very like you know okay i'm going i'm going to work type situation okay beard neatly trimmed um um i i want to do a mission impossible stealth type thing i want to do a snack you do it okay 
Uh, I'm gonna <coughs> sneak the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. To 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 what end? Uh, well, I was he Hugon was little little mini Hugon was really insistent that I keep an eye on him. So mm -hmm. it's like that's like forefront of my mind. Yeah, it's like okay, it's it's almost like tunnel vision, or you know, like in 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 Kill Bill, it's like wee woo wee woo tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or Terminator, like goggles go on. It's like, so Bill Sirens play softly. Like target, yeah, little target appears on him, and then a whole bunch of numbers and nonsense, and then it's like, okay. But does does Dread have her goggles down? Because oh, this yeah. is all possible. Goggles. That like this this is like. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the second I see him, it's like <sighs> goggles activate, zoom in, like really zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> And it does that, and then target activate. You know what? Despite the fact that he's been a pretty bad guy, not a badass. <laughs> he works that's, out. That's he he works out, and and do you like the full pan? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Focus, focus. <laughs> Pay attention now. Pay attention. Pay attention to what we're supposed to be doing. See, like Hugon basic measurements are all starts showing up, and like also notes that she has written. <laughs> exactly, like, little massive notes and fart graphs. Case. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll I, I want to do like that little like spider climb. Hell, I'll use spider climb if that helps. I will cast spider mm -hmm. climb and and do whatever I need to be able to walk on like on all fours, mind you, like crawling around to follow him. I will. Okay, do a stealth check, but I will give you advantage for using okay. the spider climb. Sweet. Uh. Okay. I did a 19 and a 20. Nice. Like so a nat like a, a nat 25. 20? Like a nat 20? Nat 20 blah, blah, plus blah, blah, my 5, so 25. Nice. So you are able to scuttle out of your... And I imagine, like, kind of like... It's this creepy, like creepy little garbage-covered Creepy no Japanese <laughs> horror, like, body horror movie. Like, scuttling out of this trash can. Exactly. Like, you know... Because, like, because there's, like, trash, like dangling like the over top of the head on the limbs are kind of cocked at weird the limbs, 90 like spider degree angles makes the limbs like longer and have yeah, an exactly yeah, it's but um... you know how like in all like the like in the ring it was always like the stringy hair hanging down but that's the garbage oh, yeah. like you know yeah and yeah it's in scuttles my up, scuttles hair up, scuttles up. <laughs> and then but it's that weird little it's the skittering is that there, there is probably a there is probably a spider-like sound as this is Drinma yeah. as imagined by Junji Ito. Exactly. Yeah. So Scuttling yeah, I, a thousand I'm, percent bad. I'm and doing a snack and skittering behind him, like on balls, and like you know, the head does that weird twitch, 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 twitch to follow him. Yeah, like it's, around it's the like, you know, kind of like on the side, you know. Just, yeah. Um, and uh, you uh, you notice that he is walking in the direction of the keep. Okay. Um. I'll I'll stay close-ish mm -hmm. and then just kind of keep an eye on him to see what's happening. Okay. Um, Hugon, as you are starting to prepare your recruits for their drills, um, you notice that the uh, members of the town watch or in town, excuse me, town council, excuse me, not the town watch, the town council, uh, begin filing into the keep. So you figure it's getting close to the time of your meeting. Okay. My goal with them is to get to them before their meeting starts mm -hmm. 
not only because I don't want their schedule to be interrupted, but because I don't want them to have a moment to prepare for what I have to say to them. Ah, okay. And I don't know what that's going to be yet. Well, um, you can think about it during our break because okay. we're at the halfway point of our game. We are going to take uh, a brief break where we can... Uh, the briefest of breaks. The briefest of breaks. Uh, it'll be of an appropriate length for us to do what needs to be done. And then we shall return. And we shall find out exactly what Hugon Valander will say to the Pinedale Town Council. We will find out what Zedrum Kai is up to. We will find out if Thunic is able to figure out how to fix the map. And maybe we will find out more. Does he learn any shortcuts in hotkeys? We will see. <laughs> we will. Does he bother to go to the whatever uh, D&D equivalent of YouTube is to look at all the different tutorials for the specific things he wants to do? Does he say... Oh, yeah. Does he remember to save? Does he remember to save? Oh, no. Is autosave a function? function. <laughs> we don't know. Does the table crash because he leans on it too hard and breaks a leg? We don't know. But we will find out the answer to all of these questions in just a few minutes. So please, if you would, stick around and continue to join us for more D&D. And just a reminder that next week will be our big giveaway game. So please let people know so we can have more people here and we can give away so cool things. give and... stuff away. Yes. So anyway, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hi, St. Brian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Team X podcast brought to you by Eat, Drink, Roll so far. There's more to come, but you know what would be even more awesome is if you went to www.patreon.com slash eat, drink, roll and supported us there as well. What does that do for us? Well, it helps us continue to bring you this high quality content that you've come to know, expect, and maybe even love a little bit. What does it do for you? It lets you get the podcast for the Team X game before anyone else and without this advertisement or advertisements like it. We're going to be offering some other content through Patreon soon as well. So the best way to take advantage of that and really take advantage of us and our generosity is to please go to patreon.com slash eatdrinkroll and support us. Thank you. Hello. This is... Too loud. Team X. I was about to say, are we doing accents? We all need to pick no, no, really no. awful. We had this conversation. And... We had this conversation. <laughs> Where everybody no. must speak with a random Brian is muted. European accent. Mute. Okay, but I want to be fresh for the rest of this match. You shall refer to me as Baroness. <laughs> Baroness de Cobre. No. <laughs> I got a permanent marker. Would that do? That oh. works. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I have a sparkler. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so aside from all the things that we could potentially um, stick in our ears, but will not because you're not supposed to. Um, we are going to actually go back and play some Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, in this episode, uh, uh, Eno is taking a prolonged nap after his great creative endeavor, after he did quite possibly his magna opus, mm, the yes. work of his lifetime. Um, uh, uh, Thunic is attempting to work out the specifics 
of the map table um, and getting getting things back to where they should probably be. Um, or he's taking a nap. It could be, at this point, it's Schrodinger's stomach. I mean, is it really a nap when basically your, your body and brain are like, eh, screw it. <laughs> but right now, unless you're actually in that room, unless you're Stephen, it is Schrodinger's stomach, where mm. he is both asleep and figuring out the map simultaneously. Um, Drenmai is currently following Lord Zedrum Kai as he is making his way through the town towards and doing a very creepy, creepy snack. Um, and uh, Hugon had started training, uh, started the drilling with what remains. He already had nine people wash out of his uh, recruitment process, um, which I forget. What do we, what do we, what, you've named this strike force, this potential strike force. And I'm trying to remember the name that you gave them. Oh, uh, this is um, <clears throat> outcome and ma- uh, outcome and solutions management. I think outcome. I think. Hang on. Let me let me think about this. Um, no, outcome management and solutions. Management. That's what it is. The OMS. The OMS. That's right. Outcome Which is what I had to file it under at home office because it had to have the appropriate amount of uh, documentsies. Mm-hmm built into the name you know they had to be able to put it in a line item in this year's budget and, and you have to have the appropriate uh, uh acronym also there is you know the naming convention set forth by head office mm-hmm. that requires uh, very very stringent naming protocols so that way outsiders can be that way you can impress outsiders with your technical speak oh, also if you want to has... pronounce it wrong it's awesome Sure. Why not? It could be that way too. Awesome. What's um, this? Awesome. Oh, that sounds great. It sounds happy. But yeah, it's uh, as he was starting the drilling, he noticed that the town council was gathering for their morning meeting. They were uh, uh, slated to discuss the events of the previous evening where a werewolf had been wandering around Pinedale and uh, Team Xenagogue had to Team Xenagogue had to dispatch it. And then they discovered that there was more than one werewolf. And they also discovered that the werewolf that they dispatched was one of the missing watch members. Um, so that is where we lay our scene at the moment. Uh, Drenmai, give me a perception check on your target. Oh, no. Am I good? Okay, so. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so that's... Um... A three? Because <laughs> I rolled a one. You rolled a one. So you're uh, still aware of Zedrum Kai, but you're having trouble keeping track of him as he makes his way through some crowds. Yeah, that's um, a person I know. <laughs> oh, wait, there's Harry. I wonder how the kids are. Oh, I found a shiny <laughs> on this building. Skitter, 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 skitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they really need a paint job up here. And they... Oh, yeah. I think they're getting a wasp nest over there, and somebody's cooking something really good. And I start like mm-hmm. skittering over to that window. So you it's think... like the pie, like the old school cartoons with the pie with the wavy scent thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. and Dread might just starts floating through the air, nose first. Yep. Um, uh, so in in the course of that, you think you might have lost Zedrum Kai in the crowds. Oh, that, no. Not that there's okay. not that there's huge crowds wandering through Pinedale, but there's enough. 
hustle and bustle at this time in the morning. I snap out, like I try to snap myself out of Apple Pie mode, and and like start scanning, like oh, goggles activate. So we need to reacquire to the target uh, <laughs> investigation. Target check. acquired. Target acquired. Investigation. Okay. Uh, ooh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. So you're able to pick him up as he goes around a corner. Oh, there's uh, the fancy asshole. And then between the two buildings. So, like, you have to, like, scutter, scuttle over some, like, clothesline in between, like, two of the buildings. You know, you know, underneath, you know, Mission Impossible, your way through. And, uh, and you get around. And, um, as you get around the corner, he's, like, in this alley and he stopped for a moment. And he hasn't turned around, but you think he might be saying something and you're not quite sure. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll use my sneaky, sneaky, creepy self to like get closer, like maybe use the shadows of the buildings to kind of hide so I can get closer to try and hear what he's saying. Let's do another snack check. Okay. Cause this is different. A snack check is, is different than a small check. D- right, uh, this, um... this is, these are distinct. Nine, 19 total. Okay, so you're able, snack. so you're able snack. to you're able to scuttle down the side of the building using like a, a shadow in the corner by one of the gutters. Okay, and like you know scuttle down, but you're of course you're doing it head first, right? Bitsy, like, bitsy spider. But the heads up, the head, spouse. the heads up the entire time. But yeah. like you know, and these goggles, the eyes magnified through them. You know, does these blink oh, un, these unblinking eyes? Um. <laughs> um and you're able to scuttle down, and uh, he's mumbling something, and you he, he basically hear you hear a, truck. Your car. a bee, <laughs> or <laughs> or an asshole riding one of those no, mini bikes. That was my stomach. That was my stomach. I realized <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> um, uh, but he you lets he- loose a fart that sounds somewhat like an exhaust <laughs> for a vehicle. And you hear him say. Uh, have all the preparations been made? Oh, and you hear, you hear a like kind of like a, a almost disembodied voice behind him. Uh, do I wait? Do I see anyone else? Uh, you don't see anyone, but if you want to use one of your many methods of detecting if someone else is there, you can you can absolutely do that. Um. This could also be funny. Just blight on him. Fuck him. <laughs> no, no. Take I, I, was trying, I was trying to debate if Shocking I... Shocking grasp. I was trying to make sure that spider climb wasn't a concentration. Or it is a concentration, and I was trying to see if what I want to do is also a concentration. Mm. Mm. But it's not. So I can spider climb and also do this. So I'm going to cast Blink, and I'm, I'm going to try to go into my other plane. Oh, so I can get closer because it also allows me to interact. If I'm in the ethereal plane, I can also hear and see what's in the original plane. Right. It's almost like an overlay. It's, a, it's an overlay. Yeah. So I want to do that so I can then also see if there's something else that he's talking to. If I don't immediately see anything, but then they can't see me. Now, if I remember correctly. I have to with... roll a d20 for each turn. Yes. So we'll start off with that, with your okay. first roll. For blink. So eleven of higher eleven or higher, I vanish. Poof. Okay. It's a sixteen. So I vanish. Yep. 
Poof. and I want to I want to spider climb over uh into the ethereal plane closer to them. I get like ten. Feet. I think I have ten feet. Okay. Yeah, so, and I can like just instant poof ten feet closer. Okay, so you do that, and so the ethereal plane is very um very Lord of the Rings one ring vision. Yep. Yeah. You know, where everything's kind of like... It's all smoky yeah. and black and white, but... And there's a smoky figure standing behind... Uh, standing behind uh, Zedrum Kai. Uh, approximately okay. seven feet tall. Big burly he, guy. but He's massive to me. But uh, shadowy. Um, okay. Even in the ethereal plane, there's something um, a little off there. Like almost like it's like his like position keeps on shifting, like it's never quite set in one exact place, and okay. um, you hear him say, um, um, he, uh, "So Zedrum Kai had asked if all the preparations have been made, and, and and the this whatever this thing figure is, this humanoid figure, says, yes, they're all everything is in place.'" There's but one little detail I need to take care of today, but things will be able to proceed as we have foreseen. Just do your parts. Do your parts, and you shall have all you desired. And and from from your vantage point, Zedrum Kai is kind of looking over his shoulder, and he gets like a little bit of a smirk, like a self-satisfied smirk. Mm-hmm. And he starts walking again. Uh, in the general direction of the uh, of the keep, and the uh, shadowy figure then breaks off and starts walking. Uh, once they get out towards, the, once they so this alley leads out to the uh, main square of Pinedale, mm. and Zedrum Kai banks a left so he can head over towards the keep, whereas this shadowy figure uh, heads off bears off to the right and it looks like he's walking more towards the silvered harrier. I'm having like an internal conflict of interest of like, should I keep following Zedrin Kai? Should I follow the shadowy person? Or should I literally just go back and tell him something's up? Mm. Hmm. Um why not all three? I... Yeah I know. Just Let's divide myself in three and Divide myself into three because it's totally possible because Dren is an animatronic, FYI. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like an arm just goes scuttling it off by itself. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, she pops an eye out and sticks it in the guy's pocket. And it goes... Exactly. Dren wants to be eternal, so we'll, you know, she'll figure that out later how to become immortal. Um, and she just used the wrist. Rocky, Rocky. The Rocky talk. I don't know. If. Because I'm pretty far away, so maybe I could try. Well, it, the range on that is one mile, so you're definitely within one mile of your team right now. So then I'm going to, I'll like do that because I still, I haven't messed with it, so I'm still like unsure of the technology on this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tap it a bunch of times. So like everyone else's is just going to hear. Yeah, you get kind of like that squelch, that little squelch blast over your. Yeah, and be like, God. What it's gonna kind of come through? You gotta hold the button because you have to hold the button, Dren. What do you want? Oh, uh, okay. And I'm gonna be like super sneaky quiet. I'd be like, 
and I'll get really close to the mic. So it's going to be like, you got, I, I'm next to Cedric guy. And, and there was a smoky figure. And, and, and he said something was up. And I'm not sure what to do. Should I keep following Kai or should I follow the smoky guy? Because one's going to the keep and one's going to another direction. I'm not quite sure what to do. There's like a 10 second pause and you feel <laughs> somewhere that like a sigh is happening. And, you hit some and, and it's not, and it's, and it's not an ASMR <laughs> sigh. No, it's a, uh... it, it, it changes the, the, the pressure of the air in the area. That's how much of a sigh is. The weather alters because of it. <laughs> if Zedrim Kai is coming to the keep, you don't need to follow him. Follow the smoky figure. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> For the folks listening to this, you're wondering what all that extra noise is. Yeah. This is actually throttling the microphone. That's like me like rubbing up against the gauntlet kind of thing. And then it's like, <laughs> trying to eat it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll follow the smoky guy. I'll let you know what happens later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, fo- I'll follow the smoky guy. Okay. So uh, with that, with, yeah. with Dren's warning, yes. Hugon heads straight indoors. Right. Directly to the uh, administrative council. Okay, let us let us go to that. We will, we will talk to the administrative council. So just, just to give you a, uh, a refresher as to who's on the council, because Hugon so, Valander obviously knows who these people are, right. but the player it's been a while since we've yes. seen the council we've got some people who are new to the stream who have not seen the council before so the people that we have the beings that exist on the town council of pinedale you've got uh magsis who is a half orc uh okay. a female half orc blacksmith and she's actually the head of the blacksmithing guild okay in in pinedale which for those of you who don't know, is a significant portion of the town's income mm-hmm. because of the very rich mithril mine yes. that Pondale is founded on top of. Yes. Um, you have Araga Greensleeves, okay. a female elf carpenter who is part of uh, who is not the head of the guild, but she is she is a carpenter there. You've got Sharor Short uh, Sharor Short Tankard. Okay. Who is a male halfling cleric of Timora. Interesting. You've got uh, Shaward Fletcher, who is a male half-elf botanist. Cool. Um, who actually has a, uh, who, ha- who helps run uh, part of the conservatory that's uh, uh, a little travel up into the mountains mm-hmm. where there are some very specific uh, rare flowers grown as well, as well. As uh, uh, he oversees some of the growth of the uh, different hops varieties that are used in the brewing. I imagine he's also involved with the uh, coffee trade. Also involved in the coffee trade. Kind of, you know, a little has the fingers, fingers in all different Mm -hmm. elements. of Plant related and agrarian related. Exactly. and then you've got uh, the the uh, you've got the actual brewmaster mm-hmm. of Pinedale, uh, Azerba- Azerbaijan uh, Olmeister of yes. Clan Dunderlack of the Maith Watch, um, and he and he sits on the council and actually acts kind of like as a council chair, 
okay. you know, gavels in the sessions and whatnot. Not that he his vote doesn't this doesn't carry more weight than any other vote, but he he was basically elected chair of the committee because there you know you have there's Robert's rule of, or or not Robert's rules or whoever the Ferunian equivalent of Robert is, you know. So Hugon is still in armor from his foray into the past, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't have the mask on, but is definitely like, looks like he means business. And mm-hmm. with werewolves hunting the citizens, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. To also be armed and armored. So he proceeds straight to the uh, council chambers as they are probably getting settled. Um, does anyone try to prevent him from doing that? No, there's no, uh, there's no prevention. I, they're okay. probably not surprised that you had, you, that you had some things that you wanted to say about the, the right. previous night's events. Is you know? Captain Case here? Uh, Captain Case follow, uh, comes in with you. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he heads straight to, uh, Azerbaijan mm-hmm. and like, not like standing in the center where people like come and plead the case goes up to the desk mm-hmm. or like podium or whatever goes. So, uh, no doubt at this point you've heard of what's going on outside the city. Uh, only what reports you have and you and Captain Case have filed. But uh, right. yeah. Are you confident that everything that I say here now can be held in secrecy by you? I, by the if, council? If you so desire. And they all, they all nod along. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. The situation has become increasingly dire. No doubt that you understand that, but we have multiple werewolves in the woods surrounding Pinedales working in concert with the gnolls there. An attack is imminent. We have also received intelligence from the head office of Acquisitions Incorporated, CEO Omen Dran, indicating that Lord Zedrum Kai is at least partly, if not wholly, involved in these outside agents. We also begin to suspect that he is responsible for the cessation of trade between El Boulder and Pinedale and therefore the rest of the outside world. I can have proof of documentation brought to you. Probably not soon, but it, it can be had. It just depends on how head office handles business. Hmm. Um, and if Buck isn't been taken apart. But that aside... Now, what I am about to propose is not um, easy, nor is it something that I propose lightly, and I understand what it's going to look like, and I need you to understand that I truly have this, the best interests of Pinedale, its citizenry, and its prosperity at heart. I think that you will believe me when I say that. Does everybody, does like anybody look... Like, they don't believe him? He wants to take a quick look at the crowd. Um, in, uh, pers- insight check. Insight? Okay. I think I'm okay at insight. No, not too great at it. No, I'm terrible I, at it. I bombed, though, so... <laughs> oh, wah, wah. Okay. I don't All give right. a shit. <laughs> so, today, I'm awesome. So, this is, uh, for some reason, you just got yourself into card-playing mode? Well, it's essentially, like, this is... This is one of the few times he gives a shit about what politicians have to say and what they think. Mm-hmm. Ah. Because it directly involves the entirety of the citizenry of the place that he's calling home. Okay. 
and maybe and there's actually job. and maybe there's also a little yeah i was gonna say maybe some of the obviator juice is starting to flow a little yeah. bit you know and hey maybe i'm juice. gonna, gonna start to, uh, to, okay um yeah you there's no one here that you notice that's um, you're not picking up on any kind of doubt as to no one here is, is you're not picking up that anyone here doubts your sincerity um you think there might be some skepticism which is different right um it's hard to accept what i'm saying without proof it's yeah essentially the case yeah, exactly um there's there, there, there's there's varying levels of skepticism there's obviously um um a universal sense of uh i don't know if the stress is the right word for the reports of uh, the imminent attack, mm -hmm. you know, that's definitely going to, you know, grab some, grab some attention. Uh, you're definitely, you definitely have their attention. Um, and now we have evidence of a werewolf attack, like an actual body mm -hmm. to, to show them and say, listen, this is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely some causes for concern. You know, they're, they're, they're all concerned mm -hmm. that that's universal. Um, varying degrees of skepticism at your claims. Um, but no, none of them seem to have any doubt as to your sincerity um, or your motives. Right. So the crux of the issue is that, and this is probably the easiest part of what I'm about to suggest. Zedrim Kai cannot be allowed to do business in this city and cannot be allowed to remain in this city. He needs to be expelled. That's the first step, and I, I'm happy to hear thoughts on that, but he's on his way, and I need this conversation needs to be finished before he gets here. He has just had a meeting with a nefarious individual and is on his way. My spies have indicated to me that he is. Something is about to happen. Dread so secretly proud from afar. <laughs> well, he's not going to out you. <laughs> He he understands the 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 value of a of a. No, but she's she's like for whatever reason super happy right now. <laughs> like oh, he said I, a nice thing. I think <laughs> I feel like I did a good thing. I did, I did I did a good job. Good. You did do a good job. Um. And uh. And uh, uh Magsis says, uh, and this is the the half work uh, head of the blacksmith uh, mm -hmm. guild. She says. Um, that's easier said than done. He has, I, I understand significant business interests here. And as of right now, his is the only coin that's been flowing in. I hear you. And I also think it's important to understand why that is the case. His own, his is the only coin that's flowing in because he is the only one in control of the situation in the Chandlewood, and he is allowing his coin into the city. He is allowing the trade that benefits him directly into the city in order to impoverish and stress the rest of Pinedale's economy. She says, "I, I don't disagree with your, okay, with you with your take on the situation, but the problem still becomes: people need to eat." Absolutely. And if we expel him, there's nothing to replace that coin as of right now. 
And this we're, is true. we're getting into the summer, and before we know it, we'll be at the winter months, and there's things that we need to trade for that right now he's the only one able to provide. I have, rather, my company has access to a means of instantaneous transportation between our location here in Pinedale to a mountain settlement and monastery um, far to the north. That's not exactly what we need at the moment for Pinedale. However, we are also aware of the existence of other such means of instantaneous transportation between Pinedale and other places. No doubt that we can find a more suitable location, but trade can continue and at a much quicker pace. It's going to be difficult and it's going to be dangerous, but again, that's where we come in. We handle the dirty work, profit flows to you. What would the cost of such a such a proposal be? Because I can't imagine that Acquisitions Incorporated is going to allow this to just happen for free. You're absolutely right. It will not be free. However, given the direness of this situation, negotiation can be had. Um, a grace period, perhaps, is possible. Um, I don't... The standard percentage cut <laughs> of... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to take you out of it. No, it's it's just right. awesome. <laughs> standard percentage cut, uh, as dictated by home office, uh, is quite reasonable. I don't have the full paperwork in front of me. It can be acquired very easily. In fact, he, he calls up Stephanie and goes, Stephanie, I need you to forward over the... Uh, uh, I, get, I don't know what Pugon would call it. I don't mm -hmm. know what the name of the document is. Um, it would essentially be... The, the trade, the trade the, the in size... The trade in size and uh, and transportation. Send me the taxation information, please. <laughs> Send it to me directly. Uh, uh, right away, sir. And so he, he cancels that call. The documents are going to be on their way shortly. So you've presented that trade needs to continue, and his coin is the only ones flowing into the city. I agree. We have, a, at the very least, a solution to that. It won't be perfect right away but it's going to be better than dealing with him believe me also um he's evil uh i i don't <laughs> I know hate his face <laughs> uh, and i hate his stupid face the second thing that is going to have to happen here uh, and this is i i fully understand the gravity of what i am asking as an outsider and a member of a adventuring company, uh, of course, my motivations would be suspect and the, uh, you know, the, you have to think of the good of the town. I understand. What I am requesting is to be empowered as a, legal and council appointed uh, government position in Pinedale mm. as defender. Um, I have 
every suspicion that an attack is imminent. Uh, their agents are already in the city. You recall, no doubt, the uh, near miss we had with the act of terrorism and the biolog or the uh, magical explosive that was in the basement that we disabled, what with the teleporting arrow and what have you. Um, I mean, the the writing is on the wall. They they keep failing the clandestine measures. They're going to try something overt. The reason I'm asking to be empowered is such that there can be no doubt that the authority comes from the council rather than an outside actor. By legitimizing me, you are saying, here's whom we have appointed for the defense of Pinedale. I can never be said to be an usurper, mm. so to speak. This gives you a convenient scapegoat. He shrugs like, it's true. You can blame it on him. Um, it, also, deniability. <laughs> it also gives you a veteran warrior with an incredible amount of experience in uh, defenses and sieges. Uh, the metaphorical key to protecting the city. Folks, this is what we call creating a position for yourself. This is this is like the, this is like the the the, the golden standard for when you're going to approach for a job search is that it doesn't matter if they have a job available. You're going to create one for yourself, mm -hmm. right? Give me a persuasion check on this. Okay. I think this definitely deserves some persuasion. All right. Uh, ooh, that's not amazing, but that's better than um, I had thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that is a 13. Okay. Um, it's not great. It's not great. So Azerbaijan and the rest of the council kind of all look at each other and they, and he says, uh, clears his throat and he says, <clears throat> um, well, to address one of the points, uh, first of all, thank you very much for your proposal. Mm -hmm. Um, for, for one of the points, we do have the contract still standing with acquisitions incorporated that does, you know, for the, for protection until, you know, and training the new watch. So we appreciate, you know, continuing to honor the terms of that contract. As far as the rest of your proposal, um, we actually are about to field a very similar proposal from Zedrum Kai. Um, so I think what we'll need to do is hear his and then make our decision. You know, you've both, we have the RFP out there right now, so now we're just, you know, have to weigh all the options. And um, I'm, I think we can definitely take yours under consideration along with his and see which one is definitely going to weigh out best for the long-term growth. Um, I, I understand your trepidation about him, um, and not to say that we don't necessarily share that same trepidation, but we're also in a situation where it's difficult for us to ignore all possible solutions to the problem. Of course. Um, if for the more immediate task at hand, um, for an imminent threat. If you're saying that there is an attack that is imminent, uh, please let us know what is what is required. Um, and uh, we will see what we can do. Um, and uh, Araga, the uh, the carpenter, uh, and and Magsis both offer their services. They're both saying that, you know, they both you know basically are saying you know our, you know our guilds, 
mm-hmm. are at your disposal. You know, obviously, if things need to be built, if things need to be forged, you know, please let us know um, what we can what we can do to help. You know, obviously, this would benefit us all. I will be doing today a full uh, patrol of the city uh, and its walls, and I will be notating any sort of deficiencies that I find, and then I will be approaching you two directly then. Excellent. uh, With recommendations. Um, Similarly, I will be taking a full inventory of the equipment in the keep. Um, I will also be uh, having a conversation with one of our, with one of my team members regarding anti-siege weapons, um, ballistae, catapults, things of that nature, to see what can be had. Uh, But again, I will be speaking to you again very soon. Uh, regarding this my only request is that no matter what zedrum kai brings to you today do not say yes yet at least give a couple of days stall him i don't know what he's going to do i know it's not going to be good and i have every faith that he's going to reveal himself as a threat to pinedale in its totality I just need, if you if, if it's more evidence that you require, tell me what you need and I will acquire. If it's documentation that you require, tell me and I will have it delivered in triplicate to you. I want to make it very clear that there is a right and a wrong decision here. Not a profitable and improfitable decision, but a legitimate moral right and a moral wrong. And Azerbaijan says, well, of course, we're not going to sign anything today. And um, it, I mean, if there is evidence that would help us in this decision or if you, there's evidence that he has committed crimes, by all means, any any and all evidence will be greatly appreciated. Um, I don't, do not take offense that we cannot take you at your word. Uh, understood. Uh, um, understood. Uh, and as, uh, but whatever evidence you can provide um, would be excellent. And with that, there's a knock at the door. And in strides... Yeah. As soon as that happens, as soon as Zedrum Kai uh, comes through the door, Mm -hmm. Hugon, you know, inclines his head to the the uh, council Mm -hmm. and then leaves. And doesn't doesn't exchange words with anyone. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't even look. Just just straight ahead. You can't help but notice um, a very. As as Zedrum Kai sees you, he sweeps into the room like the cape kind of billows out behind him. You know, it's very mm-hmm. grand the way he walks in. This is not the first time he has walked into a room with the idea of making an impression. And he uh, he he walks in, and uh, you can't help. He doesn't make eye contact with you either, mm-hmm. straight ahead. But you can't help but notice the very self satisfied smirk. As you as you pass by, okay, uh, it's it's uh, it it rankles you just a bit. Now, because uh, he wasn't allowed to bring his weapons in here, I trust. Who? Hugon. Yeah, no, this is definitely a weapons-free zone. No blades, no bows. Leave your weapons here. Yeah, leave your weapons at the door. <laughs> just before, like just as he passes mm-hmm. Zedrum Kai. And before he gets to the doors, he summons his weapon. Oh, Jesus. Just, like, just, as he's walking, like, he just holds out his hand and keeps walking. And it's like, as he's walking. And the walking, whole portal thing happens, and it's, like, really loud. 
there's the sound of war coming yeah. through, like, like yells and screams. And, and he just yeah. sort of hefts it in one hand and then continues. D- doesn't turn around. No. All he wanted was his weapon back. You never watch the explosion when, when you're walking away no, from No, and him. he just, just continues to walk. Actually, um, I want to I throw him off his game a little bit. Can I roll an intimidate check with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> ooh, that is a... Ooh, that is a 19. All right, we're going to contest this now because he's trying not to be intimidated. Right, so I think it's a wisdom? He does not pass that. So there's a little... There's a hiccup in his step. Like like a oh ever, <laughs> didn't ever, expect that. Like not even like a trip. It's more like one step is slightly shorter mm-hmm. than all the others. The pace is just ever so off. You know, he's very measured in a way of making sure that the average person probably would not have noticed. But maybe, just maybe, for a moment, you're living rent free right here. Yeah. The, right, uh... right in the brain pan. Just for a moment. Yeah. Um, the, uh... And nonverbal intimidation. <laughs> I didn't. How he feels about me is his own business. I didn't do anything. All I did was get my weapon. I don't All know I why. Was, <laughs> I just acquired my weapon. I don't know why he's having a bad day. Um, Thunic, did you ever solve the table? Or is the map just beyond? Do you have to basically start the file over? Thunic passed out. Like on the table, like how is this where like I just where it's just sort of like on the table, like the table is like average person hided. Mm-hmm. So he's probably been sitting cross-legged on the floor trying to do this stuff, and eventually he starts doing it like this, and eventually oh, and the he head just goes the down on the desk, and now he's just. <laughs> okay. You so hear... it looks. It looks like from any, anyone who doesn't know that Tunicus is, is like knows how what he sounds like when he's asleep might think that he's mumbling to himself while working on it. But he's, <laughs> he's, he is gone. He is dead to the world. Uh, mm, give me a let's do a uh, uh, a wisdom check. nine nine um okay so you do hear the squawk of the rocky talkie as uh as uh stephen is paged by hugon mm-hmm. asking for the forms you're vaguely it's like that state of sleep where you're kind of asleep but also vaguely aware of everything that's going on around you mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's it's that uh uh there's actually there's a term for it right it's where uh, where you're kind of like lucidly sleeping or something. You know, it's like it's like a lucid nap, where you're vaguely aware. It's like yeah, okay, and you're still kind of working, and maybe some things are kind of getting where they need to be. There's some strange lines that have kind of been drawn on the map, you know, with the stylus that you probably fell asleep while you were doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear a thump upstairs. Now, we're going to come back to that in just a second. Drenmai. Ominous thumping. Uh, thump. I hear a thump. I hear. I do a thump. Um, 
So, uh, Drenmai, uh, let's do another stealth check here as you're... And let's also do another uh, plane shift check. Stealth. Another blink check. A, bl a blink. Okay. A blink stealth check. Stealth went down to a nine, but that was still in zone. Yeah. And then... Let's do our blink oh, check. An 11. Uh, I blink out of ethereal plane. So you're back into the plane material. Um, you yeah, find you're, you're, you're trying to follow this guy across the... Um, uh, across the the town square right now, and when you blink back into the the the, the prime material, uh, the plane material, whatever they call that, I, um, the not ethereal, the plane. not the not ethereal plane, um, which then you go back to the not not ethereal plane, and it just goes the the ethereal, the earth no. <laughs> um, uh, you you uh, when you blink back in this whatever this thing is it's invisible again you can't see it um but you're able to kind of move in between the people of the uh, uh that are in the town square and okay. you, and you kind of have a general idea of where this guy was heading um uh let's do another oh no that wouldn't work uh well it's every six seconds basically because it's every turn i i blink okay let's do another blink and another stealth check then Okay, so blink. Another snack. Uh, oh, a snack. Okay, so. Oh, no, do a... uh, blink then snack. Okay, so blink ooh, eleven. So I blink back, and then a snack would be a twenty-one. Okay, so you're able to be back on the snacky uh, path on the ethereal snacky plane again. Ethereal plane. Um, and you're able to pick up his trail again. You're able to see like this shifting shadowy figure. Um, I just picture there's like this one kid in the crowd because kids always have the most perception. It's mm -hmm. just like something blinked into existence and then it went away. Mm -hmm. and it's just like, ah, oh. like about to eat something, like about to eat one of the treats from um, yeah, it falls from Frug's cart. And it's kind of like ah, uh, uh, falls out. Yeah, as you walk exactly. by, but but here's what I would imagine: Drenmai, as it goes by, like quick grabs it <laughs> in the ethereal plane. <laughs> Because because it's one of your favorite uh, sugary treats. Heck yeah. So yeah, do you know, do a dex check. I want to see because I think this would almost okay. be because I think it's almost like a reflex. Like it's not even something that Dren. Check day. Dex with my dex. It's a pretty good roll. Come on, dex, add some good stuff to me. Uh, eighteen total. Eighteen, eighteen. So 18. I think it would almost be like a reflex that Dren doesn't even realize is happening. Like. Mm -hmm. Well, my stomach growled earlier, so it was like, ooh, food. And it's one of your favorite, like, donut treats. Like, some kind of, like, stacked donut treat on a stick that It got maybe, off. like, a little bit of dirt on the ground, and that's okay. Not even. I think it, and at 18, I think it's, like, right as it hits the ground, it's, boom, you know, it's, like, oh, per, nice. you know. Um, so, uh, uh, and the kid's, like, even more, like, uh, uh, uh. Well, because it blinked out of existence with yeah. me. <laughs> so it's a very Pixar moment of... You know, like, um, but you're able to pick up on the trail of this thing again, and you see, uh, as it wanders into the Silvered Harrier and makes its way to the entrance to your headquarters and, uh, walks down into the basement. I'm glad they need more evidence. Yeah. We've gotta, well, we're about to have another corpse for them. Yeah. This is home turf, and I go from, like, like snack mode to 
snack plus terminator mode it's like oh it's like when somebody's like open like walked into your house Mm -hmm. it's like oh no you didn't (laughs) what the fuck do you think you're doing what the fuck do you think you're doing this is my house no it's my house oh it's now mine (laughs) so i imagine like like the goggles just turn red because like johnny five red yeah. <laughs> Bill Bill's sirens intensify. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, Phonic, uh, you hear this thump from upstairs that jars you awake from your lucid nap because it's not a thump you're used to hearing. It sounds like something fell on the floor above. Hmm. Not being any of the wiser, Phonic is going to say, Hello? And then starts walking up, up the stairs to see what's going on. Mm. Who's there? Is everything I, okay? But it's like Thonic, who I imagine has a very baritone voice. <laughs> like, kind of like it's, it's a waking up voice, right? It's kind of like that. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's there? Like, no, 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 uh, there's no like aggression implied whatsoever because it's thonic, mm-hmm. but it's the morning voice. It's that morning, mm-hmm. like a, like a waking bear, like a bear that just woke up, and it's gonna be very heavy footsteps because fearbolt. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. There's actually a quick. You hear uh, something run up the steps. It's almost like a shadow flits by, and Drenmai, um, as you're about to come downstairs. Something brushes past you as the door to the basement flies open again and rushes past you. Do I still see shadowy figure I was following? Uh, are you in the are you in the prime? Are you in the material plane? Or are you in the ethereal plane? Let's find out. Let's find out. Episode of Dragon Ball Z. I'm still in the ethereal plane. Okay, you see the shadow figure like running out, and it's weird. Like as as it's running. Like the clo- this cloak behind it is, um, is fluttering behind it, but almost like in slow motion. Even though it's moving, like it looks like it's it almost looks like it's running in slow motion, but it's moving at a normal rate, and it rushes back out of the silvered Harrier. Do where where do I see? Do did I see like where it came from? Like uh, what it's running from? Uh, it ran out of the basement. Uh, the 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 entrance to your guys' headquarters, the basement steps. Okay. <laughs> that I'm oh, again. <laughs> then I'm torn again. So it's like, you got, you got, what? I, the the shadow guy. He he left our headquarters. Do I follow it or do I see what he's looking for? You try to kill it. Okay, activate <laughs> like red eye. <laughs> <laughs> kill mode activated. Kill mode. Activate. So yeah, I, I go to attack it. Or I try I'm absolutely it. not letting. I don't care what this thing is. It could be Santa for all I know. Uh, well, it's 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 mo- It ran out of the um, silvered Harrier, so you would have to catch up to it again before I'm, you I'm, could. I'm gonna do a chase. Okay, you're gonna do a chase. I'm gonna uh, do a chase. Uh, Thunic, you also hear this communique over the over the Rocky Talkie. What is your reaction to this? Uh. Shock and surprise because uh, he is in home office and, or in the office, and this is 
a total surprise to him. Um, Office X. And he will exit and chase as well. But he will not know what to look for. He'll just run outside and and start screaming, Stop! Uh, so Come you, back! Uh, <laughs> Drenmai, let's do another... Let's. I think this would be your fourth check. Fourth or fifth? Okay. Fifth check. This is going to be your fifth check, so you have uh, a couple more. Okay. Uh, I'm still in ethereal plane. Okay, so really? you chase after this. So, Thonic, you basically see the door to the Silver Harrier open and shut, and mm. then it open and shut again. <laughs> and you hear, like, the sound of something running away. So you have a vague idea of, one, ghosts. Doors, doors don't open by themselves, usually. Not Clearly ghosts. Poltergeists. Headquarters is totally haunted. <laughs> ghosts! A total shaggy moment. Um, yeah. Or Scooby. It could go either way. Could it go mm-hmm. either way. It's um, absolutely true. And let's see, as a cleric, would Thunuk have some knowledge of the undead? He would have plenty of knowledge of the undead. In fact, he is uh, uh, charged with cleansing the undead from uh, the forest space. They mm. do not like the undead. So right now he's probably cataloging like, okay, we know, we've trained for this. We know it. <laughs> this this is what you train for, Thonic. This is... <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's got, he's got his, he's got his uh, holy symbol. He's like, I just got to rebuke it. I'm going to rebuke it. And then uh, it'll be gone. And yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Under control. And um, he darts out the door and he's like, boom. Looks around like, all right. Perception. Where are you, ghost? <laughs> the next totally ghostbuster now. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the middle of the street, like, I'm going to get you, ghost. You can't get away from me. <laughs> Let's do a perception check. Okay. <laughs> uh, where should I put my perception? 23. 23. You, wow. You, you notice um, that there are, uh, like, dust motes leading uh, through the street. Um large ones and you can vaguely hear like the thumping of boots um but it's all moving towards dren's shop and the door opens and it shuts and Drenmai, as you're chasing this thing you see that it runs directly into your shop i go from like mad to <laughs> unreasonable <one>. rage <laughs> we are at threat level black yeah threat level midnight it's like I'm mad, and then it's I'm mad. The mad scale has to be recalibrated now. Yeah, Dren thought she was mad. <laughs> that wasn't mad. If you've seen The Incredibles, you know the little baby mm-hmm. when he gets in that pissed off mode, and then he just goes super saiyan fire he turns bursts into that, flame. Dren bursts into flame. Devil. Yeah, Dren. Nice. Just, <clears throat> okay, yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One might even say, like, Donkey Kong. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. I follow. Follow, follow. I am white on rice. Um. So you, you, you burst in and you see. Let's do another check. Are you in the pl- which plane are we in right now? 
I'm still in the plane. Jesus. Still okay. in the plane. Uh, so you see this thing starting to uh, root around through all of your stuff. Like it's start, it, it's uh-uh. it's go it's like Nuh-uh. looking like it's almost like it's looking for something. Oh wait, no, it's undead. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, a... because Hugon knows some shit is up back at home, he's mm-hmm. booking it home. Okay. To the Harrier. He doesn't know that they're in Dren's shop yet, so he's going. So directly. you make pretty good time, and you find Thunic in the street, yelling at ghosts. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Thunuk, what the hell? I saw... Exactly! Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts! Okay, where are they? They went in to drain my shop. Okay, we're going to kill us a ghost. You ready? Yes! Into drain my shop we go. Before, like, if I, if I see him rooting around stuff... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and nobody's in my area. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% casting lightning bolt. Okay. Um, so let's do this. You're going to get your sneak attack. So it'll okay. be the first attack. But let us now roll for initiative. And we're also oh. going to have Tonic okay. and Hugon roll for initiative gotcha, as gotcha, well. Gotcha, gotcha. I rolled a one. I rolled a 20 again. All right. So hang on a second. We've got... Uh, <laughs> A three. Uh, let me see. So we're going to do initiative twice. Uh, hang on. How do I do this? Why do I always forget initiative? It's it's dexterity, right? Yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. Six, 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 three. Sixteen. Okay. Um. So anyone at twenty to uh, twenty to twenty five? We had Hugon at twenty, right? Uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Thunic. Yeah. Uh, anyone else at twenty to twenty five? Mm mm. Uh, fifteen to twenty. Mm No. Okay. This I is. I am fifteen to twenty. All right, what are you at? Fi- where are you? Fifteen, squarely. Oh, squarely at fifteen. Okay. And then we have um, Drenmai. That's a three. Okay. <laughs> um, so you get your first lightning bolt attack here. We'll let you get off that attack. So please, okay. please explain to me the mechanics of how how you are going to uh, lightning bolt. Yeah, this. so I do a mad, and it goes that <laughs> that I do a like, I'm mad. I fling open door. I zone in on where he is, and it's like feet planted, arms straight to my sides, just <laughs> like almost power up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Grab, stab, lightning, and then anyone else on the outside, there's gonna be glass shattering. There's going to be lightning bolts going because oh, yeah. I mean it's a hundred feet long, five feet wide. Oh, I love I'm all of this a portion of my shot, but I'm mad. Okay, you blow out the back wall. It's pretty much. <laughs> okay, I planned on expanding anyways. <laughs> I needed that. I need a building permit for this, but since it's not actual <laughs> construction, I'm covered. <laughs> I'm getting around it. Okay, insurance because this is breaking. This That's is a break-in. Yeah. This is a break-in. I have insurance. We Castle Doctrine. <laughs> and we call this, sta- this is what you call stand your ground? <laughs> it is, no, exactly. for real. Castle Doctrine. Castle Doctrine. It's, it's Dren knows insurance. This would not be her first claim. So it's going to be a deck <laughs> save on that creature. <laughs> okay, a deck save. Uh, what is the number that this uh, creature is trying to hit? That's a 15. A 15? Uh, yes. Deck save is made. It saves. Okay. So is so it like I half need... damage at that point? Yeah, it's a half damage, and I and get then... to do 8d6. Uh, 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. Hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> There's... What's this now? There's, um... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I rolled a 40, so that's 28 half damage. Yeah. I do a buzz. Is this a... Uh... Okay, so how much... How, what was the number again? I, I cast it at 40, but since he saved, he only takes half, so 20. So 20... And if he's flammable at any, like if he's wearing anything, he's instantly on fire. Um, well, he, yes. uh, so, uh, when this happens, um, as, as the lightning crackles around you and launches out from your staff, um, I'm just in my head, it's a very dragon ball moment of power mm -hmm. up and, ah, you know, yeah, and... I went super sane cause I, I did a mad. <laughs> The I hair, but you know, okay, no, but the static from the from from the from the uh, lightning oh, bolt. Oh, hair went full troll. Hair is full on up. It's <laughs> full main troll thing going Staying on. Straight up, um, it is able to actually uh, evade some of this. It's able to almost like wrap around and like kind of like okay. make some of it pass through and beyond it. Um, guys, outside, you hear this enormous <laughs> thunder, lightning strike, lightning strike, <laughs> thunder rumble. The windows completely blow out of the first floor. Um, it, it, I mean, just like destroyed, like to the point where you uh, each need to make a deck saving throw. <laughs> okay, uh, that's a natural nineteen. Okay, nice. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, Hugon, you're able to get like your hand up. And the glass is able shield. To, yeah, it basically is able to like shield all over, and you're able to shield yourself from it. Uh, Thunic, you take one point of Ow. glass damage. Of I guess that would be piercing damage. Of it like clips his ear. Yeah, huh. it's like yeah, yeah. It just gets you in the ear a little bit, because you're able to like your reaction is as well. But it's you know you're a bigger you're a much bigger target. Are you know? there any guards around? Uh, perception check. Okay. I also imagine Thunuk being a giant. Most of his skin is what the average person would consider a callus. Mm -hmm. So, whatever damage he takes for the bounce. Fine. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like you have like a little piece of glass shard like in your elbow. It's like. Uh, uh that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Um, you uh, you do see uh, two guards people. Uh, I I point at them and I yeah. say, clear the street. Keep everyone indoors. Make a perimeter. Go. The salute, and they immediately snap into action. Um, did mad. Go away. So now, <laughs> now we are, we are now in initiative. 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 Um, uh, Hugon, you are at the top of the initiative order here. Okay, so Hugon does not know this thing is invisible. Truth. So he's got his mask on. Mm -hmm. Delotha is on. So he just goes. Actually, he'll go in through a window. He will leap in through a window. Athletic because check. It's, it's quicker than the door. Athletics check. Uh, that's a nineteen. Okay, you're able to successfully breach this window. This is something you've trained for. You've seen it where they have like the mock window set up, and there's actually a technique to actually going <laughs> go. through. The, so that way, it's not jump through, catch your foot, and fall face first into it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, so you're able to get through. And what you actually see is this black-robed, seven-foot-tall figure, smoke rising from it. Um, it looks like the lightning bolt eliminated whatever was then invisibling I it. attack the shit out of it. Okay. Then, please, sir, please. Okay. Now, do I have any kind of conception about what this thing might be? This would require probably another uh, perception or insight check, whichever you feel would be the most valuable for what you're trying to well, determine. Well, uh, let's do insight. Insight. That is a 10. A 10. Uh, as best you can tell, Dark Cloak, it looks like it might be Dragonborn. White snout sticking out from underneath. Okay. But you do notice... It is wearing some kind of like mask over the top portion of its like face, like okay. the like the eyes, and it kind of comes down around like the the jaw area mm -hmm. there, um, and uh, behind its eyes, uh, wh where there w where you ordinarily would see the dragon board's eyes, there's these little uh, pinpricks of uh, of uh, like purple. Is Delotha? do anything not that you notice okay i attack it you attack you make right. an attack all right I so mean, go ahead and I'm make your attack gonna try to attack the hell out of it um mm -hmm. uh, that is a 16 a 12 and a 26 to hit uh, your first two blows, uh, this creature e easily dodges or deflects. Uh -huh. um, the third one, you're able to make contact. Okay. Yes. Uh, I am going to try a menacing strike because Ooh. I didn't actually use my... This is true. Uh, you did not. I didn't actually use my stuff. Yes. So. I can re-roll that because I have great weapon fighting, but I have to take the re-roll. That's much better. And is there a save involved with this? Yes, he needs to make a DC 15 will. So that's a wisdom? Yes, or will. I'm sorry, wisdom, yes. Wisdom not will. saving throw and 15? Yep, mm -hmm. makes the, it makes the save. Okay, well, then he takes 13 points of damage okay. from the halberd strike. It's not actually called a halberd, I know. Halberd. It, it is a well bred halberd. It's a, hal it's a thoroughbred halberd. Thoroughbred halberd. All right, now it is this creature's turn. And it, uh, its baleful gaze mm -hmm. uh, uh, looks, uh, just locks on Drenmai. And it just says, We have come for what you owe us, gnome. <laughs> and it steps in you to... You hear echoing from the ethereal plane. <laughs> <laughs> And it um, it goes in for uh, uh, it, it it draws this wickedly curved knife, like knife that like kind of like mm -hmm. like a Chris yeah Chris exactly exactly a, what we would call a Chris knife, mm -hmm. and it uh, it steps in for uh, its attacks, or excuse me, it disappears into the shadow. Damn it. And immediately reappears uh, next uh, next to where you are, Dren. 
and it makes the first stabby stab. Uh, does a 22 hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm guessing a 23 would hit as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, it comes around, like, it, so it attacks you <laughs> with this knife, like, twice, and then it comes around with, uh, with its with its fists and attacks uh, again here. Um, and yeah, those two hit as well. So we're gonna we're gonna have to do some we have to do some damage here. Um, okay. Do I have Jeez, enough of these things? Uh, Supposed to be pinky up, Gideon. <laughs> pinky up. There. Bing. There we go. All right. Uh, so. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, uh, does seven, 17, 17 points of damage. Okay. Yes, it does that. Okay. Yes. I have an ouch. You have an owie, yes. Uh, Thunuk, it is your turn. Um, dang, does Thunuk replicate what he just saw by hopping through the window? I don't think so, because he's probably not going to think jumping through a window is a good idea for his size. He probably wouldn't fit. Yeah, especially. Uh, But he will go straight for the front door, tear it open, and as he's he's opening the door, he's holding up his... uh, holy symbol and he's like ghost bad ghost get out get out <laughs> so let's do the strength uh, let's do a strength check on that door first no. <laughs> and he, he's basically he's like he's trying to oh geez that was i guess he didn't quite grab the door handles all mm-hmm. that well because that was a six so it's like he grabbed they grabbed the door and the door handle slips it's like oh crap so you have to or, like open the door or the opposite like he was trying to open the door and he destroys the door actually that's better door he like, ripped he, off the he hinges he tries to pull it and he just goes rip and then just comes completely off the hinge door like, off the oh. hinges so now you've got a door in one hand you've got your holy symbol in the other and you rush in and you see uh uh, what, what's weird is that Dreadmai is still in the ethe- uh, or no, if you attack from the ethereal plane, do you immediately snap back into the Mm-mm. No, that's I what think... I was going to ask because so this creature has to he's in the ethereal plane then, right? Uh, he's able to attack you somehow when you're in the ethereal plane so he's okay. simultaneously in both, it sounds like right? is that what we're going for here? You're yeah, because sure. if, he, if he's in normal plane he can't attack me, but if he's an ethereal plane, he can attack me. Yes. Uh, okay. But uh, you see Hugon uh, there. You see like this uh, dark cloaked creature, seven feet tall, um, uh, pale, sickly white skin, um, and it uh, and it, it. You see blood dripping off of the end of this curved knife. Uh, as he comes to the door and sees all this door in hand he's like you're not a ghost uh cast grasping vine Ooh. uh to entangle this individual in place okay um, yes. i'm trying to see if there's a okay so it's an attack versus a dex 15 save 
Okay, so uh, I need to do a, an attack dex 15? Yeah, I am attacking, and it is a... I have to be... Wait, hold on. Tax save dex 15 is... Mm -hmm. Do I do... I don't roll anything. No, this. no, this is where uh, this creature uh, makes his dex save. So as the grasping vines come up, he, like, almost deftly is, like, stepping on each vine as they come out and, like, doing, like, a crouching tiger hidden dragon, like, stepping around it. They're able to dodge and get out of he the way. He does a bunny hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the thing about grasping vine is it's a bonus action. So he's going to slam the door into this dude. Oh, okay. Well, that's just a straight-on strength check there, my friend. Yeah. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. A dirty oh. 20. He's able to, as you go in for this check, he's able to sidestep out of the way and kind of push you right past him. You missed. Damn. Okay. That sucks. It's all uh, right. Dreadmon. I only hit him on a 26, man. So. <laughs> I, I, I actually didn't hear the number, so. <laughs> Dreadmai. If he avoided me, I think I'm still in, like, enraged. Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, I can't imagine being angry and being stabbed is going to improve your angry disposition. I, I, I feel as if that you are correct. I don't think that that's an ameliorating circumstance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, let's see. If I cast this at this level, <laughs> uh, I go like, okay, maybe lightning didn't work, so we're going to go straight up for Scorching Ray. Oh, God. And I'm going to do three bolts of fire at him. Ah, Yes. And uh, so that's a range spell attack. I feel comfortable in that if we unload on this guy, mm -hmm. we might win. Yeah. We might win. So I, I am comfortable throwing everything I can at this asshole. So is a Scorching Ray just a straight up like attack roll? Yeah, because okay. it's a, a range spell attack. Okay. So it's a 24 to hit. 24 does actually hit. Woo! Okay. Nice. So I get... How many do I get? Let's see. Above second, so I get four of these. That's uh, 21 damage. 21 damage. Wow. Nice. Um, fire. Of fire damage. <laughs> There's no save for that, is there? No, no, because it's just a spell, attack, a spell range attack, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh... So you're able to, he's able, you know, you're able to like launch just like three of these. And let's get another. Uh, it goes we, from lightning to like like everything's yellow to everything's red. <laughs> um, let's also do another blink check here. Oh yeah, it's like I'm a satanic disco ball going off. I'm still. I was a fifteen. I'm still okay. theory. <laughs> so Dren's attacks are appearing as if from nowhere. Yeah, from absolutely. It's like just out of nowhere, just boom, 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 like these four bolts come flying out of nowhere and <laughs> plow into this creature. Um, and uh, Hugon, we are now back up to you. Oh, it's time to it's time to chew and chew and chew, as Jerry is fond of saying. Yeah, do do that true damage. All right, uh, I'm gonna do a lot of attacks. So, oh, and I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to menace him again okay. as well. So, uh, that is a, oh, I have advantage because he's fighting Dren in melee right now. Ah, okay. So, um, 
I take does a does a nineteen hit? No. Okay. I so this is the first roll that I need to re-roll. Does a twenty-seven hit? A twenty-seven does hit. Okay, and this is the second attack that I need to roll because I guarantee a thirteen does not hit. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna re-roll this one. Does a twenty-six hit? A twenty-six does hit. Okay, so that's two attacks. Third attack. Uh, that's an 18, so that doesn't hit, so I re-roll because of advantage. That doesn't miss, so the 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 blunt end misses. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll all my damage for this, and then I'm going to action surge. So I just want to get this all away. Action surge. Yes. So I'm going to menace him because I hit. Mm-hmm. That's 31 damage. Okay. Uh, 10 plus 5, 4 plus 5, and then 7. Okay. And then my... Now I'm going to action surge and hit him, try to hit him two more times. Uh-huh. With advantage. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why that... This is the only reason we won that werewolf fight so easily, is because you full Nelson to the werewolf. Uh-huh. And like I was just oh, like, oh, I'm gonna keep re-rolling, and I'm just gonna carve. It slices, it dices, it makes French fries. It never misses. Um, that is a does a twenty-one hit? Yes. Okay, so I don't need to re-roll that one, and a twenty-six already hits. I know that. Mm-hmm. So that is. Oh, he needs to save DC fifteen. Will. He makes that save. Saves. Okay. Yep. I'm going to menace attack again. And this is my s- third superiority die that I'm using. Okay. Uh, let's see here. It's 11. That's 10. So that's 21 plus 2. So 23. So 54 total damage over the course of four attacks. Okay. All right. So you're able to get some licks in there. Um, I would you, say so. Um, I would say some licks happened. But as even as like your halberd is is making these pierces and slashes mm-hmm. into his body, he um he almost seems to shrug them off. Okay. Like not that the injury didn't happen, but it's more like there's like almost no reaction from him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do need you, however, Hugon, to make a wisdom saving throw. That is a 15. You suddenly feel very compelled. Oh, no. To leave the battle and walk out towards the bridge that leads over the river in Pinedale. Okay. And you find yourself not disengaging like your weapons or anything like that, but you find yourself just walking like okay i need like you feel beginning to walk yeah. over this overwhelming urge hmm. to walk there did he cast a spell you don't know oh. you just feel this well i mean need. i'm asking because do does dren get a uh, reaction to it dren does not get a reaction to this. okay cool now so i'm walking away yes now very Dren's angry about really walking away it is this now. It is this creature's turn. Uh, Dren, I need you to make either a contested strength or a dexterity check, whichever one you feel would be the the most likely 
Strength or dex doesn't matter. The same. That's gonna be a seven. Okay. Um, this creature, whatever it is, reaches through you through the the uh, ethereal pl- plane and grabs onto your lantern. I don't like him. And wrenches it out of your grip. I really don't like him, and I spit on him more. <laughs> Extra spitting. And that's full loogie. And finally says, it says, finally, thank you, Tinker, for giving us what we paid for. Oh, I'm mad. And disappears into the shadow. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> like, well, where is it? I don't know. If it disappeared, I can't see it. It's and shot- I hate it. And and as it grabs and wrenches it away, you're suddenly not able to see it in the ethereal plane anymore. Mm. And it steps away. Um, Thunuk, you see this thing grab Dren's, like it sort of reaches into nowhere and the hand kind of like phases for a second. Like it almost like it like appears to be in like in almost three different positions at the exact same time, like kind of like, like kind of like fuzzing, like vibrating almost. And mm-hmm. then as it rips away, you see it has Dren's lantern in its claw and you hear him say the aforementioned line. And then it basically takes a step back and falls into shadow and disappears outside, out of, out of your, uh, out of your ability to see. It was a ghost. <laughs> Uh, huh. um, I'm trying to figure out how he would react to a, something that interacts with shadow like this. Um, Wait, so it, it's like he stepped into a shadow and like and sunk into it or it became part of the shadow? Just like or... disappeared into it. Disappeared into it. Okay. Um... This can't work. But I'm going to try it. I'll say it can't that's, work. That's what you said last time when you asked just, for a moment, of, a moment of clarity. So Just do it and we'll see what happens. Zone of truth. Oh. Let me hit the cast button real quick. Okay. And he's going to shout at... Um, he's going to shout at the, the shadow person thing and, 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 and demand that it show itself. Where are you? Who are you? Tell me. What's the, uh, what's the range on that spell? Um... Magical zone of guards against deception with a 15 foot radius sphere. So effectively the entire interior of the building. Um, the only response you hear to that question comes from, comes from Dren. Who are you and show yourself? Dren, you feel, com- say, Dren, my damn it. And I blink out of existence. <laughs> you feel compelled to answer these questions, Dren. I'm super mad when I say Dren, my, 
Like, almost, is there a full name? It'd be like, damn it, fuck. Do I have? Wait, what did? What was this very specific question? Who are you? Okay, who are you? And uh, where are you? Where are you? Okay, so he didn't ask for my full name. Good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just like try my. Damn it! What? <laughs> I'm right here. Here. <laughs> and then it's like blink into existence. On this plane, uh, am I still compelled? Uh, Hugon, you are still compelled, and you approach as you approach the bridge. There is a uh, peal of thunder from the sky mm-hmm. and dark storm clouds, like the squall, just sort of forms over Pinedale. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear thunder. As you're walking, you see some of the, uh, some of the, uh, you know, uh, some of the folks are like sticking their head out, like like oh, windows, like what what's going on here? One point of clarification: yes. because I am just because I am compelled to the go to the bridge does yeah. not mean I cannot do other things, right? You feel like you could, you just feel an overwhelming need to get to the bridge. Okay. But that doesn't mean that I am blind to everything else. No, right? no, no, no. You're not blind. You're still of your own mind. You're not like your okay. mind has not been stolen. Other so than the fact he's... that your locomotion appears to have been. Right. Dragooned. And he would like he obviously did not want to walk away from that fight. Mm-hmm. So like he knows that something has gone on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not too much of a stretch. Correct. Yes. Okay. He looks at the guards as he leaves the door goes, I'm under some kind of control. I'm going to the bridge. Keep everyone away from me. And that, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then obviously he cannot stop walking, but he like puts on the, the speaker and goes, Thunic and Drenmai, I am being controlled. I am going to the bridge. Meet me there. I want to do like a quick scan before I leave. Okay like a hard look this is my shop and everything so i know every nook and mm-hmm. cranny and everything nook. so nook. every nook so it's a I nook. Want, like <laughs> like super scan of my shop because... every bolt yeah it's like no it's my lantern so it's i i i do a look you do a look Wait. let's see what's my investigation okay uh, 14? I do a math. Uh, and what is it exactly? You're just looking to see if anything else is missing? I'm looking to see if he's there or if there's remnants or if I have any indication on, like, what to go off of or I obviously know who is behind it, but I kind of want to know where mm-hmm. it may have gone or so- just any, like, indication of that. Um, How it disappeared, essentially. So, uh, as best you can tell, this is a, um, you've seen this ability called Shadow Step before. Okay. And you think that's pretty much what happened, and it just was able to go to some other shadow that it was able to see. Okay. And as you look around, you're able to see that with your windows blown out, there's a lot more shadow that it could have stepped into. Okay. Um, Hugon, as you approach the bridge... The storm is continuing to kind of brew. No real, no real rain is following. It's just more mm-hmm. like this 
thunder and lightning. It's like, it's like that heat lightning that's just sort of in the sky. You're not seeing any strikes anywhere. Right. Now, the this part of the river is rather wide. Mm-hmm. Um, you would not be able to ford across it. Um, you you uh, It has been able from time to time been able to take smaller boats for mm-hmm. the purpose of trade. Um, so it is also built high enough for these smaller boats to be able to pass underneath. Um, it is mostly timber. It's got um, stone footings that are sitting in the river. And then it's these thick timbers. It's a very well-made bridge. This is not a rickety bridge. It's very solid, right. wide enough for two carts to comfortably pass side by side. Right, of and course. And as you near the peak, you see another figure uh, in this black, in a black cloak. And you see, uh, as you approach, it turns. And it's not the same figure you were just fighting. This is, appears to be more human in nature. And the hood comes down and you see the familiar mask with these pinpricks of, 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 of red light in them. And it, this creature, this whatever the entity is, takes the mask off. And beneath the mask, you see the grizzled, long gray beard, grizzled gray hair flowing, um, very sturdy stature of Marcus Valander. And he says to you, you look good, boy. Look like your daddy. Are you fucking responsible for this? We got a lot to talk about. You better have a lot of interesting things to say or it's not going to be a talk. Hush, boy. Listen more. And that's where we're going to end this week's game. You don't get to talk to Marcus. <laughs> this week. The funny thing is, like, Marcus would be, like, 140. Yeah, he's got to be super old. So oh, wait, he's, like, five. probably some kind of lich. Yeah. Which is a problem. <laughs> or he eats fiber. Lots of fiber. Lots, Lots of carrots. Lots of fiber. Protein. Clean, healthy living. Okay, clean living, you know. Thanks. Salt bath every yep. day. Every day, okay. you know, salt scour. shot of whiskey just to keep things moving. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to eat, you got, you got, because you can't give up on the things you love in life. Cause that's, you know, mm-hmm. then, then are you really living at that point? Um, exactly. But we will answer these questions. What will become <laughs> of Dren's lantern? Did Thunic yeah. ever get the map fixed? Who is this Marcus Valander character? And will Eno wake up refreshed and feeling ready to take on the world? <laughs> that's I a question. <laughs> We'll, we will answer all of these questions and more in addition to giving some cool stuff away to you, our viewers, next week. Um, yes. So uh, we're going to take another brief break, and then we're going to come back with some table talk. We, we will discuss old business, new business, um, and things of that nature. And then we will let you all go and do the things that you do on Sunday evenings. But <laughs> we are going to take a brief break, and we will be back right after this. Hey, this is St. Brian here. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. We really appreciate it. You know what would be more awesome is if you would subscribe to our Twitch channel. What does that do? Well, that helps us continue to bring this high-quality content that you've come to know, expect, and maybe even love a little bit. You could subscribe today at www.twitch.tv slash eatdrinkroll. Thanks.